All right, here we are. You look Hello. at you look at the stream on your uh, on your TV. No, I'm just looking over at the TV, and it looks like there's like a uh, it's a Disney or uh, Marvel Studios Disney Plus commercial is showing all kinds of things coming on Disney Plus from Marvel during the Super Bowl. I just looked over and saw it. It was just right at the exact moment of uh, as you as you went live. Ah, uh, the 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 light from the OLED almost makes it look like you've got some sort of like LED something or other going on. Like I yeah, can see it like hitting know, the wall. The over overhead light has has turned off, which you know it doesn't look that bad. Mm -hmm. I mean, considering that there is no light over top of me. Yeah, it's not uh, that bad. It looks, it looks pretty good, I think. Yeah, I, I'm actually for streaming. I'm using. Uh, the minimal light in this room because the the lights that illuminate more from the side kind of uh impact the crt black levels a little bit more um mm -hmm. so these are the, this light is more like directly above the crt so it doesn't really impact how it looks it also yeah. makes the um it also makes the uh stream a little easier to uh to see or the chat a little easier to see because mm -hmm. if the more light that's in here, this PlayStation 3D TV that I'm using as a monitor is extremely reflective. Also, it's kind of funny. <laughs> it almost looks like like my couch is like extending like to your chair. <laughs> it does a little bit, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, I know is... I'm a little out of focus. The, the focus point for this webcam is... Um, like, you know, a little, a little up from where I am. And plus this side of it is a little, uh, shallow, uh, a little, a little more out of focus. This is what the full webcam shot looks like, you know, <laughs> surprise <laughs> Sandy's here. Uh, <laughs> oh, but, there's the light. The light is back now. But, uh, yes. Oh, cool. The, uh, let me know if the, uh, I, I see it says Don Hibbert pledged $1. I don't know if there was a pop-up for that. No, uh, it's just like when somebody joins, joins our Should Patreon, there be a pop-up for that though? Because, uh, yeah, I, mean, I, I think it's fine. Okay. I mean, Cause I'm not hundred percent sure. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and switch there should be a oh okay see that's what i was afraid of i had no way to see I when see. i was saying this up if the uh stream labs you can shrink that down a little bit stuff shrink it correct you're you're doing something a little little extreme yeah it, it actually it was uh and let me also know if the if the pop-up uh the stream labs pop-up looks fine when it uh mm. when that appears um all right now yeah oh yeah now i got this this <laughs> this really cheesy uh psio menu music going through so we're playing on the psio tonight because uh the system that i've got my psio mod chip installed in is uh is an rca jack unit so it was really easy to um, it, it was really easy to capture two signals at once if I was playing PlayStation. And I just thought mm -hmm. it would be fun because uh, 
Mike Chi sent us review units of the RetroTink 2X Pro, which I, I didn't even know. Uh, uh, I, I, I didn't even know what he was sending. Um, yeah, he just said he said, oh, I, I, I was I was I was messaging him, asking him a question about the regular retro tank. And. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's like, oh, I, 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 I might have because I was telling him, like, how excited I was to, like, have it integrate into my setup uh, because, like, it's it's by far my favorite way to, to capture a composite nest video. Mm-hmm. Um, and. uh so I was talking about it. And I, I guess it made him think, "Oh, I'll, I'll, I'll send these guys some some review units." <laughs> and so I've actually got Corey's two uh, uh, X Pro as well. So that is why I'm able to do this twice. No, you cannot simultaneously stream two things from one retro tank. Uh, uh. But but just just for the fun of it as well, I was originally going to use the uh, the HD Retrovision. Uh, component cables. Uh, but then I thought, well, why don't I use the um, Mike Cheese Retro Tink brand uh, SCART to component, the RGB2 comp box. So mm-hmm. so we're, we're, we're all in on, on, on Mike Chi, <laughs> <laughs> except for we aren't using Mike Chi branded uh, composite cables. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm I'm excited about this. I have not actually the the pro from from what I've used so far. Basically, I've been using it essentially as I was using the original RetroTink. Um, mm-hmm. I guess the big thing that it adds is scan lines, which I I'm guessing that will look horrible on the stream. Yeah, let's, let's see what happens. Sure. Uh, really quick, we had a uh, we had a five dollar donation from our good friend Ben Brody. He says, "Watching the Super Bowl, so we'll miss some of the stream. Made but made money betting the coin toss. Forty ers win it, and calling the tails and 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 the fur. You can have five of it. Thank you, <laughs> and congratulations." But um. If anyone wants me to turn like the smoothing filter on at some point, like on either one of these, I can do that. Um, there's one thing that I didn't know about was that this was a feature that was added to the regular RetroTink sometime after um, we reviewed it. There's a new comb filter for composite video that that looks better for retro content, like. Uh, for or for game content, really, like mm-hmm. uh, the the one that was on there was really designed more for like video content for the comb the composite comb filter. So, right. um, like it's kind of convoluted how you select it with just like the two buttons. But now there's like um, there's a toggle there's just a, a toggle switch for it on the Pro. So it's a whole lot easier to choose. It, it that's the 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 big thing really is that it's just like a lot more streamlined and easier to use. Um mm-hmm. but I, I haven't done like a direct comparison of them yet. Um but from the videos that Bob posted on Retro RGB, I guess it's also designed like with a more robust board. Uh so I Supposedly, it has a little less noise, but uh, you know, I, 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 I just haven't had time to directly compare them like that for myself yet. But uh, 
But yeah, so... And later on, like, if uh, if we wanted to just goof around or something, I could... Uh, I can pretty easily uh, capture a few other things, I think. But I, I, you know, as we usually do, like to yeah. actually make some progress in a game, so... Yeah, sounds good. Sounds good. So have you updated the firmware on your on your uh, PSIO in a long time? I have not. I, I, I well, hopefully it works all right. I, I mean, I'm assuming Crash 2 is not a game that had a problem. I guess we'll, we'll see. Uh, I mean, I, I, I literally have not updated yeah. it, you know, since you know, since I, I got it and did the video on it, so. Crash Bandicoot 2. Vortex strikes the, uh, the, the first The first Crash was a game that I really wanted to include on my games we played in uh, 2019 list. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, you know, just didn't have time. It was actually going to be like the lead game. It was going to be the first game in the episode. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But just had to had to cut it out. Didn't have time, so I was disappointed. I didn't, didn't get to talk about, it, but I really liked it, and you know, I've been been looking forward to to playing the second one. So I figured, why not tonight? Yeah, you're you're beating it tonight, right? Oh, oh yeah, of course. <laughs> I have no idea if these games get like longer than the first one. Probably. Well, I, I think that this one's a bit like has a, a, a more time friendly uh, save system. Oh, I'm sure. Because sure. that just made no Crash. sense. Crash, my battery is fried. Make yourself useful, big brother, and bring an extra battery for me. I was I was so surprised fun. that uh, that his sister wasn't like because you know she. I know that you can play as her in the second game. So I was mm -hmm. surprised that, uh, that she wasn't a, uh, wasn't a character at all in the first game. Like not even mentioned, I guess there's like Crash's girlfriend was in. I didn't even, I didn't even know about that character existing at all. I don't know if she's like just gone after the first game. I, I have no clue. Um, let's see. All the games are about the same length, but this is a lot of people are saying this is considered the best one. Oh, really? Yeah, I think that that's in most cases, I would say that in most series that span like three games mm -hmm. or more, I think that the second one is usually the best one. Mm. I don't know, it's hard to say. I just feel like that happens more often than not. I mean, certainly Naughty the, the Dog did that like again with Uncharted. Is kind of like there. Yeah, I mean, well, I, I think that the, you know, the second game usually they can put everything that they want into it that they couldn't put into the first one. And then the third one, by the third one, they're looking to do something different. And, and sometimes it doesn't it pan out. Yeah. Yeah. Of course, they, with Jack and Daxter, they, they did the weird with the second one <laughs> yeah 
But I mean, I guess they stuck with the weird. With yeah. The I still intend to play those sometime, but like the first one is just so classic. Like I just, yeah, it's, it's just kind of disappointing to see how different it is. It is. And, but I can understand why they did it in a lot of ways. If you kind of look at the atmosphere in this to like the crash games, it's very similar to it. Jack and Daxter, the first one, is very similar to this kind of environment. Right. So maybe they were just bored by that, so they decided to go with... Maybe so. I, I hate that they... that they changed uh, Jack to a... Uh, to... like, they gave him a voice. Like, I preferred him as a silent yeah. protagonist. Uh, yeah, there yeah, there are some people who are like, silent protagonists are, like, objectively bad and should never exist. But yeah. I strongly disagree. I like I, I like the concept of a silent protagonist. I, I don't like like it's okay for a character to, you know, have their own personality, but oftentimes I I just don't like it when a game like essentially like puts words in my mouth. Like it's it's always weird when when a game kind of asks you to like create a character, but then that is like maybe supposed to be you like uh like th think like mass effect or or something like that where like shepherd actually talks like mm -hmm. i prefer to just be like default shepherd rather than make a character who like i imagine as myself or you know that i uh you know would, yeah, would give uh, my I own name to like i can't stand using my real name in a video game because it just feels like like it, it's me, but then the, like that character like doesn't talk like me or act like me, you know? Like I just just yeah, I can understand that. I mean, if if if, if it's a silent pro protagonist, like I have no problem with it. I mean, like I think of like like Dragon Quest, like mostly Dragon Quest games. Mm -hmm. Like I I usually name the the main character after myself. Yeah. Um, someone's saying any news on a, on a, on a new episode. And I guess the, the hope is that the first entry in the, uh, the documentary matter doc is, will be out like end of the week. If uh, everything pans out. Yeah. I mean, like. my, my expectation is it'll, it'll probably release like, uh, a week from today. Is, is what is what my expectation would be yeah um, I think it's gonna take all week to edit it and it's not gonna be easy but I'm I'm really gonna push yeah. for it and I I mean I I uh, I supposed to getting you a lot of stuff a lot of uh, supplemental material that I've really dropped the ball on because I've just it, things have been too chaotic here but I think that I'm gonna have no problem focusing a lot of time on it this week. I have some freelance stuff I got to do this week as well, but I I will be slowly and surely, steadily chipping away at the at the list that you've made for me. The um the uh, the run the estimated runtime for part one is uh probably right at or just over uh, forty five minutes. Mm -hmm. Uh, so. The overall, my, my estimation is that parts one, two, and five will be 45-ish. 
and I'm estimating that, uh, oh, <laughs> okay, I guess all of those are bad. What's the difference between, it, okay, so that hurts and TNT hurts. I don't understand yeah, what the difference so is. Just stay away from them. Like nitro sounds like something you want. Um, it does a little bit. But anyway, uh, but you think that the two think, and four? I think three and four are probably going to be more like an hour. Yeah. And the expectation is for one to come out a month. Yes, that's 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 the goal. Um, I mean, I'm. You know, I'm, I'm going to have to, I think, stay pretty on top of it. Like, even when, like, you're moving in to edit an episode, I think I'm going to need to get, like, the voiceover for the next one. Right. Oh, yeah. Kind yeah, of yeah. ready as soon as possible because it, it it's probably going to take about three weeks of of editing to really get these done. I think right. Um, it, it's, it's hard to estimate whether some might go quicker than others. Um, I think part four, even though it's a longer one could possibly go quick, uh, just because mm -hmm. so much of the material is, is stuff that already exists. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, it's really hard to estimate it. It, it has in some ways taken longer than I thought it would. Would oh, <laughs> like well, it crushed me into like a Goomba. <laughs> <laughs> I think that if it's in a place, I mean, we'd like to like put the put it like a trailer together. You know, I was I was thinking about that. Like, if if you can get the intro made, then mm -hmm. I can just like send you like what I have so far mm -hmm. and, and you I can like I'll, I'll like turn off the music right and, right and then you can just like and I'll export that and then you can just like make a trailer from it mm -hmm. right I it's just just been challenging here especially since like the movement like I thought I was in a good place this week and then I had to I hated the way I was doing like doing my wiring mm -hmm. so I've changed up a bunch of, like some of the wiring I think that my the tracks that I was running my wires in were are a little bit too uh, they're not big enough so I've bought a single track of another brand that's supposed to uh not too much bigger but like slightly bigger to allow for more cables to go down each track and i've really been trying to avoid putting my power and my video in the same track like running them separate ways i mean it's probably okay in most cases but i mean it's it's, it is. it's not it, a bad sure idea it, to... I mean, they were just like crammed into these tracks and i was mm -hmm. just thinking like oh like if i can 
two two tracks that are like I just have them going in different directions now. Mm -hmm. So I don't, I'm I when this other track shows up, I will see if that is. <laughs> it shouldn't be too hard to swap out the ones that I have if these ones work. <laughs> I I all I, I I had my legs crossed, and then I like uncrossed my leg, and she just like, like came running over at me like I was about to get up or something. <laughs> Why composite? Um, because I could record composite. Uh, does uh. Can anyone tell me whether, like, it's important to get all the crystals in every level? Like, I know that, like, there was, I wasn't really paying that close attention to the story, but there was, in the cutscene, there's, like, purple, long purple crystals that are spinning mm -hmm. were there. I'm assuming those are important to get, but the others maybe just bonuses? Crystals are required to progress to the next you need crystals and crystals yes but but just the purple one the gems are required for the true ending uh, I mean that's not as important as long as I get an ending Uh, someone's saying, asking if we are, if we had the analog DAC and if we'll be covering it. And the, the, we, we have been using one or testing it for several months now. Mm -hmm. Just like a, a bare board. Like we don't have like Yeah, it's not like a final unit, unit or anything like that. Uh, Whoa. and I think, I think it's pretty cool and we would ideally like to cover it. I just, I think that I could definitely shoot in here. I just need to do something about the lighting because it is so boring <laughs> right now and i feel like i need to maybe i could put like the uh those plug-in track lights that i have i could probably make it seem a bit nicer more moody in here uh right now the the analog deck does only work with their stuff it's because it uses the the hdmi out as to send just like pure data which the, the DAC then translates. Um, oh. I think it'd be kind of cool if they could work out a way that, you know, they could make it so that other people who do HDMI devices could use it. I mean, I feel like that's something that they wanted to. They could say, here's the code, the code that, you know, here's how to do it. Yeah, I've seen, I've seen a lot of people say before they don't, like understand the purpose of the analog DAC, and I, I, I can understand if your if your assumption is that like, uh, okay. why well, can't why well, can't anything? Bandicoot crawl? I guess Bandicoot can't crawl. <laughs> I thought it was a slide or something like that. Maybe maybe if I'm oh I guess if I'm running I didn't know about it. Um. But I mean, you know, you can get better qual if you wanted to do analog. Like you can get better quality out of like Mega SG 
like you're not gonna have like jail bars and stuff. So like if you know, you would have to modify like your Sega Genesis with like a triple bypass or something to get like mm-hmm. as good of quality out. So, uh, I mean, for, for, for my purposes, yeah. I mean, I've got the original systems. If I'm going to play an analog, I will probably use the original systems. What I find useful about for our purposes is it's an easy, you, you can set the uh, Super NT or Mega SG uh, to PAL. And it's a really easy way to uh get PAL output if we need to record that. Although I do have a PAL Mega Drive, but not not a Super Nintendo. I've actually been using that PAL Mega Drive the past couple of days. Or, well, <laughs> really, since yesterday. It took me forever to find it. It was just buried under a bunch of stuff no, as part of my whole my... reorganization process. Um, I, I know I know that feel. <laughs> I was just like, wh- like I, I very rarely like have like an extended time where it's like I just don't know where something is. Like I, <laughs> it just doesn't often happen for me. I don't lose <laughs> things. I was just like, where is it? It was driving me well, nuts. Things, I mean, things were just all over the place here. That I would just set things down and like not know where it is or I just wouldn't see it mm-hmm. and it was it was getting so old I mean I would set I would use something set it down I come back for it, and I could not find it for like 15 or 20 minutes <laughs> and it happened repeatedly and I started doing something to let myself remember whenever I set something down I would say I am setting the uh, wire cutters <laughs> on the uh, like next to my Genesis games. Like I just say it out loud <laughs> so that I would hopefully not forget. But I mean, it was, it was, it was excruciating. Yeah. I mean, I, I've definitely had problems with that in my reorganization process as well. But, uh, like, you know, it would take like a minute tops to find something, you know, this took like 30 minutes. <laughs> yeah. And then you find it you're like it's in some place you already you definitely it, already looked. It, exactly, it was. Every time. It was it was sitting on the guest bed, but it was like buried under a whole bunch of stuff. <laughs> you got a uh is that a, is that a, is that ten euro? I don't I know. I believe so. Was, I believe that is a euro. A ten euro from uh from Fabio Biffo. Thank, Thank you. you. Top three crash games. One crash team racing. Two, crash two, three, cat, crash three. Composite sucks. It always did and always will. <laughs> RGB is just lovely. PS, you have to jump, jump on the TNT boxes and get all the pink crystals first. Oh jump yeah, jumping on the TNT boxes does, I think, count as uh, breaking a box. <laughs> I don't, I don't have a top three crash games yet because this is my uh, only my second one. That, yeah. Well, thank you. Thank you, Fabio. But I really liked the first one. I liked it a lot more than uh, I, mean, I, I thought I was going to like it, but it, I, I still liked it more than I thought I would. Like, I like how, like, just sort of straightforward they are, like in an age of 
like these heavy exploration platformers, which I love too, but that was like outside of Crash, like all platformers were like, you know, following Mario 64. And what I thought was so interesting about Crash 1 uh, was it, I, it, it never really registered in my head that um, until I played it, that it came out technically after Mario 64 in Japan, but like about a month before Mario 64 came out in the US. And like, I always, I, I just always assumed it was after. Um, so that, that really surprised me. Uh, and so even though like it technically came out after Japan, I, I wouldn't be surprised if Naughty Dog played some of it, uh, you know, after it came out in Japan, like the game had to have been so close to done. Right. That like, it couldn't have had that much influence. Uh, we had a $2 donation from, from our old friend blade blur. Oh, thank you. He says, what do you call a, a racetrack in crash bandicoot three? A crash course. What? Uh, maybe that's, that what does it have to do with three specifically? But that is good. Mm. <laughs> Thank you. Get it? Crash course. <laughs> <laughs> are 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 there a lot of those in Crash Three? Uh, I don't know. Uh, Connor oh, here is asking, uh, what is your favorite game to play on Super Gun? And uh, earlier today, when I was making sure that my oh, oh, Super Gun was no. working my setup, I was, was playing Final Fight. So that might be my favorite game to play on the Super Gun. Mm. That, I, I, I don't have one, but... I if I if I had one, Final Fight would be a contender for sure. <laughs> uh, technically, I am going to have a Super Gun pretty soon, though. Uh, but it's going to be for the Neo Geo. Yeah. Uh, to break the armored crate's body slam, press circle after jumping. Oh. There's a lot of moves that I don't know about. And Mike Bates was saying that you guys see that there are more 3DS capture card boards in circulation again. Oh. I think I saw a tweet about that. I feel like... Where did they come from? Who's selling yeah. them? I feel like I've just been so out of the loop. It's kind of silly. Like... <laughs> Well, I mean, and, I'm I'm a little out of the loop too, uh, just because I've been working so hard on this uh, first documentary episode. I feel like I, I definitely got like a, a second wind with it the past couple of days. Like I, I mean, <laughs> it it feels weird to to think about, but like. I made a few, like, there's not a lot of comparisons in it, but there are a few comparisons in it. 
Mm -hmm. Like, I can't make comparisons. I was like, you know what? I kind of miss doing that. <laughs> like, I haven't done yeah, that in a long time. <laughs> it was just like, kind of like, oh, yeah, I was, I was kind of feeling it. <laughs> Murky is selling them again. Oh, okay. I wonder where he got them from. Uh, so we've all been, been kind of battling a sickness here in, in the, in the Carlson household. Oof. Uh, Arya was oh, sick last oh week no. with, uh, Need to, uh, with strep and then my wife was like, kind of, as she put it, she said, I, I feel like I've been hit by a truck. <laughs> and really it's just because I think we were just going so nonstop for the last month that once everything kind of settled down it's just like oh and this then yesterday my son was kind of sick and i woke up and i and i felt like i'd been hit by a truck and i went, I went to bed i went to bed at, at 10 o'clock last night and i slept until almost 10 o'clock today and i feel i feel a lot better i just think that we're just run down and the, the thing is is I, I hope it's not. I hope it's something that's going to get better. I hope it's something that's going to get better because this is not going to be cool if this is going to be something that's going is going on. Uh, like I maybe it's just from carrying so many boxes and stuff for and while moving and doing all kinds of stuff like using screwdriver so much. But my hands, like every morning, I wake up and they are like swollen, kind of. And it's like hard to like move them. Jeez. And. As like like throughout the morning, as I just like use them for different things, it gets better. Uh, but I, I mean, last week I had to take like ibuprofen to get like the, so it didn't hurt. I mean, I, d I definitely had a lot of problems, uh, uh, you know, just from all of the work that I was doing, you know, getting this room built, moving stuff all over the house, doing all the wiring and stuff in here. Mm -hmm. Uh, I mean, it, like my, like I had like my first, like really like the first, like serious back pain I'd ever really had. Like it felt like, you know, like, like th this was going to be like all the time, you know, in, in 30 years. <laughs> yeah. Uh, really quick. We got a, we got a, uh, $1 donation from Blade Blur again saying room tour 2020 when? Uh, probably after the the documentary series is finished, but you've been shooting a lot of stuff. I've been shooting as it is going on. Yeah, I've been shooting it as I've gone, so it should be a relatively easy video to put together. But like, I just got to get the documentary series done, and it'll be cool too. Like because everything will be more settled. I'll have kind of used the setup for a while. You know, some of my ideas may change. Uh is yeah, as I go, out. you know, I might be like, oh, this this aspect isn't working. Like, uh, let me like try something different. Um, so, I think that'll be it'll be good to wait a little bit. But yeah, probably probably in the summer. I'm guessing. <laughs> uh, guess me games was wondering uh, if I'm drinking enough water, and I I feel like that I am. I've been, I drink 
about three of these things a day, if not more. Um, these are uh, 750 milliliters. So I feel like I'm getting getting my uh, my water intake. Uh, I, I see that there's um, Retro Mags. Brian is asking if I got the Herzog's Y print and. Let me check on it because I thought it was supposed to arrive last Thursday. But let me let me see. Um, let me ch let me check that tracking. Uh, it looks like as of yesterday, it says in transit February second, expected delivery January thirty first. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, I had a, I had a package, hasn't... I had a package come, come from Europe that, uh, took a really weirdly long amount of time to come, but it did eventually. Whoa. Uh, oh, my, those, I, I those bouncy my... blocks work like the multi-coin blocks in Mario, I see. Like, if you stop bouncing on them, then they're not going to have as much stuff. Uh, my game room tour, I, it's hard to say exactly when it's going to be, and it's its not going to be nearly as in-depth as yours because it's just been... It's, it's, it's just been too chaotic, I think, in terms of, like, stuff I would have liked to, like, to get done, especially this week. You know, I said last week, I said, oh, I might be doing a wearing my setup stream this week. But I was man, just optimistic. <laughs> I, was just like, I was just like in such a miserable mood when I pulled everything apart. And I was like, I, I was just I was just like so angry about it. <laughs> <laughs> because not only that, but, you know, this this sort of vertical setup that I have done here. There's a lot of things that I don't didn't think about before and like my the length of my cables comes into play a lot and that you got to go down the tracks and, and and for the most part like six feet is fine but when they're not near a, a track and you got to go left or right a little bit and then go down the track and uh, I realize like a lot of the cables that I have aren't quite um aren't quite long enough so i've had to rearrange things to to reach and some of them are just it's just not going to happen yeah i i was afraid i was going to have to buy quite a few cables but it turned out that i really only had to buy ah uh, i only had to buy like the two that i needed that i didn't have like yeah like i, I mean i, need, a I needed a i needed a, a new dreamcast cable and I needed something to go with the the soon forthcoming Neo Geo, so luckily that was all I had to buy. Um, I kind of want a new Super Nintendo cable, but to be honest, I don't think there's any problems with it. It's it's like the, it's the one that I have that isn't the the shielded coax. Um, like I've just kind of tried to make it a point to do that with everything but um 
like that one's fine. It's 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 C-Sync, and I've I've just not had any you know audio or visual issues with it at all. So I'll just yeah. leave it as it is for now, I suppose. Um, I, I had to record a comparison yesterday that was using coax, so I just used the the NES cable that that's next to it. Well, I, the way that I, it was, it was almost like a puzzle getting everything to work right. And I, I just decided that there's a, there's a handful of cables that I'm going to have to rebuy or just like buy new ones to, to reach. Um, but for the most part, I mean, I think that I got it working. All right. It's, it's very condensed. And I think that might, when people see how it all came together, They'll either think that it's like pretty cool how it's all in one spot because before it was like, oh, I got this stuff. I got a whole other room here with uh, with like my games in here, but everything is just like here in this long room. And uh, I, it's going to be just a lot easier, but also I thought I was going to have like multiples of the same systems hooked up because uh I thought I'd had the space, but really I don't. What am I supposed to uh, do? I mean, I, 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 and, and I, the way I have everything run, which is actually kind of cool, is like if I need to plug in a, a, a different version of a system, the way all the wires are, I just like can just like unplug one and easily plug in another version in the same spot. So that'll be. Whoa! Did the stream go offline? Huh? This is stream is offline. I was now saying stream is resumed. And I, I one of the things I just kind of had to let go of was like, oh, you know, I'm going to I want to have like. Like all the like all the most recent generation stuff together and like in this spot. And I ended up not doing that because the way things fit. It was it was severely it was like hindering my my spacing a lot. But in, in general, I, I, I feel pretty good about it. Uh, when you're talking about the lighting on, on your PVM, like like when the, the overhead light is hitting your PVM and it kind of does like a number on the, the black level. Mm -hmm. uh, so that the one PVM that, that Steve from RetroTech fixed for me at the RetroCreate retro event uh so that's one of the, that, that crt uh, pbm has a uh, like the anti-glare on it mm. which slightly darkens the picture but it is like makes it look really contrasty and actually awesome yeah it, I, one of mine has that as well and I, I i'm i'm torn on it like <laughs> the black levels do look really good but it is a lot darker but I have. I mean, you can crank up the you can crank up like the contrast and stuff. I just I think it looks really good. I think that like that's a good would be will be a good PVM to like shoot off mm. of, off PVM stuff off of because I don't have to worry about the the, the lighting as much. Um, I mean, I I think it looks really good with the with the anti glare filter on it, and I have my 20L5 doesn't have one on it. So that's just 
Just a different one that I have like over there. I only have two PBMs of that. But I mean, that's that is the only one that I have with it on it. Is that little one? This is really weird that you just like walk into a wall and it's like save your game. <laughs> that is really weird. Like you don't even like check it or anything. You just like walk up to it. I saw Blade Blur asking earlier if I would play the Insane Trilogy. And you know, like, I, I've i been so tempted to buy that so many times over the past however long it's been out. Um, and, like, it's always just kind of like, well, you know, I guess there's more important games to spend my money on. Uh, like, for whatever reason, I like they look cool and I would like to play them. Mm -hmm. But uh I, I like Spyro and Crash, like even though they have these new versions, like I I just feel compelled to play them on PlayStation for some reason. Now I I I don't feel like I would have felt that way a few years ago. Like, I probably would have played the new HD version. But, like, I feel like the original versions hold up. Yeah. Well, there's a apparently a new print of the, the Spyro that has all the games fully on disc. Oh, really? Is there any way yeah. to tell from the box? Not from the box, but I guess it has a, a Crash Team Racing uh, pamphlet inside of it. So if you can... If you have a way to pick up the, the box and shake it, you'll hear it ah. around in there. There's no pamphlet of any kind in the original print? Uh, as far as I know, I mean, there might be like a, nothing that has the same heft as the that you could hear. Mm -hmm. Like it's slightly smaller, so you can hear it shaking. Mm-hmm. Whoa! <laughs> uh, if everything goes well next week, I'm I'm kind of excited. Uh, depending on what my schedule is like on Friday, but there is a. I'm not sure if if, if I've even gotten in or if any, anybody who signed up for it got in, but the on Friday is the Fancy Star Online to. Uh, closed beta test. And I am hoping that I got in so that I can play. That'd I'm excited awesome. about it. Oh. Uh, but if everything works out right, and if the, uh, if the setup works, we might, we might, for next week's stream, we might be playing some Fantasy Star Online episode one two and three hopefully plus on the gamecube online with a couple of other other people oh 
should be fun. Make that'll make for a, a different kind of stream. Uh, I think my my character on the GameCube is only at like level four or something like that. So maybe if I have some time to play some games, I I like I realize that I've not outside of the stream, I've like not played any games. I like, can I can understand. And I was thinking, about, oh, you know, I should just like play something. It's 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 tough. Like whenever you're moving, it's it's tough. Like I just, yeah. it's hard to get your mindset in the right place. Like when I was moving uh, in 2006, I that uh, was when I tried to play Valkyrie Profile on the PSP. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, and I I'd never played, still haven't played the original version, and I just I just could not get into it. And it's it's a tough game. It it's. It's it, it does not really explain the battle system at all, and it's something that needs explanation. Um I, I, I I've been meaning to get to get it. I mean the PS1 version is still very expensive, but I've been meaning to get the PSP version, because that's not that one's not too expensive. Um I've been meaning to get it again. I, I'd like to give it another try. I, I got not too long ago. The, the second game on PS2, which which I think looks more interesting. Like I, I, I in recent years, I've I've kind of really come to appreciate like how kind of insanely good Triace was at the PS2 hardware. Mm -hmm. Like oh yeah, for sure. Uh, Radiata Stories and uh, Valkyrie Profile Two in particular just like really do some insane stuff. <laughs> Um, from a technical point of view. Um, <laughs> I am doing so bad. Um, but, uh, like, I was, like, when John was explaining to me, like, the battle system and Valkyrie Profile 2, you know, it, it kind of made it sound like almost like a prototype for resonance of fate which is a mm -hmm. super interesting game uh definitely have a soft spot for that game hey sandy what is it what is it why don't you just lay down just lay down right here yeah there you go just lay down yeah that'd be good um But speaking of, of of just just playing games, I uh, the other night I was uh, I was like I I, I I need I need to just like I need to play something you know I've been I've been I've been working pretty pretty late uh, mm -hmm. I was like I I I you know I I need to just like have something to I've just been like watching movies and and stuff in the evening. Yeah. Lately, you know, just I didn't feel like I had time to get into a game, but uh, oh, I should have read the manual because I just I figured out the circle button lets you do a lot of things. 
Um, but uh, I I started uh, I, I, at first. I was going. I, I was oddly kind of in the mood for like kind of like a modern like open world game for some reason, which is not something I'm normally super in the mood for. But uh, it, it struck me, and I was thinking I was going to play Horizon Zero Dawn, finally. Oh. Yeah. Uh, but then, like, just before then, I was I was looking at my Xbox shelf, and I'm like, you know what? I'm actually going to try, try Monster Hunter World. Oh. You know, did you? I did. I, I, I played about three hours. Uh, can, you, can you play it? You can play it with other people, right? You can. Uh, I, I played about. I, mean, I have it too. You have the Xbox version? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think it's almost required that you play with other people because I think, you know, eventually and even early on, like it can take forever to kill certain monsters. Um, mm -hmm. I, I, I played about three hours on Friday night and about an hour last night. I, 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 I can't decide how I feel about it. Like Monster Hunter is something that people are, people who are passionate about Monster Hunter are like mega passionate about Monster Hunter. It like has like the best combat system of, of all time. And you know, it's, it's, it's just so good. And uh, like, but then there's like other people who are like, uh, I don't really get it. And like, I played a demo of the Wii game. I think you could pick it up at like GameStop or something. Mm -hmm. Um, I was just like, eh, I don't know. Like there's a lot of just like chasing down a monster. And then there's just like right. a, a million load screens. And finally with monster hunter world, you've got, you've got it without the, the load screens. Really? There's like a hub world, but then you like go into this, as far as I can tell, seamless world. Mm -hmm. uh, from there, and uh, you know, so that's nice. But it's still like a lot of just like you bang up the monster for a while, it runs away, you chase it, you bang it up some more, and it does like change like how it fights a lot, but. Like I, I just I, I, I can't decide if I like if I like the control. Like the control mapping is really backwards. Oh. Like I like Y and B are your main attacks. A is dodge and X is like use potion or items, and there's like no way to remap. And it, like the, like, just the just the location doesn't make a lot of sense to me. But like, you know, I could probably get over that. But I still can't decide if I like the feel of the controls at all. Like, you you can kind of lock onto enemies, but it almost feels like it's put there just as a concession. Like it feels it doesn't feel like that's what you're supposed to do. Like the. Mm -hmm. I don't know. The combat feels kind of, kind of floaty to me. Like I've read a lot of stuff. People say like, "Oh, like you become a master with your weapon in Monster Hunter. It just feels so good. It just feels so good. You just got so good with your weapon." And it's just like, 
<laughs> I can understand why it feels so good to get good at it because it doesn't feel great at first. Like I've tried several weapons and it's just like, it feels very imprecise. Like I just, like it's, it, it definitely sounds like it's a learning curve game. And I yeah. understand that uh, Monster Hunter World is supposed to like make it a lot more accessible for newcomers, but at the same time, like not alienate the people who are like super into, you know, how it feels and stuff, you know, yeah. it basically how sounds it like they were careful uh, to not alienate their longtime fans. Unlike what retro did with uh, Donkey Kong country returns, <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah, so well, I was I was gonna say, you know, I could I maybe I should play it, but I'm like, well, actually, if Fantasy Star Online's yeah, well, you know what, out, I like, like I don't I don't need that. <laughs> yeah, I you know actually to be honest, like I you should because what what what, what what I was in the mood for like was kind of just something you know while I'm working on this documentary, you know, it's something I can just like pick up without a whole lot of thought in the evening and just kind of yeah. just, I, I was in the mood for like roaming around a world. Uh, and I, I don't know if monster hunter is really the right game for that. Well, you know what I think I'm going, going to do is, um, instead of continuing with monster hunter for now, uh, I, I, I think I'm, I'm going to get back to making progress in the next, uh, Final Fantasy 14 expansion, yeah. which is uh, Stormblood, which I started over the summer, um, but uh, just kind of put on hold. Um, I didn't get, I got a, a foothold in it, but I didn't get that far into it. Um, so I, I think I'm just going to go back to that, you know, a game that I know how to play, you know? I think I'm yeah. just I think I'm just gonna go back to that for now. Cause I haven't I haven't played that in a while actually. Like I, I used to log in like almost every day, like even if it was just to like do basically nothing. Like I mm -hmm. like I used to log in like just before bed almost every day and I I kinda got out of the habit of that in the past several months. So I th I think that's what I'm gonna do. Like that that feels like the right game to play when you know, I've I've got all this other stuff to work on. But learning something is like kind of complex as Monster Hunter right now feels like feels like the wrong idea. Yeah, I mean, I, I can understand that. I can, I can understand. I mean, I mean that's that's the experience that I'm hoping for with I, Fantasy Star Online. I don't have a. Can I can I jump on that thing? Like I don't. I don't <laughs> understand. Um, if you've got a, you know, I mean, Final Fantasy XIV is a very scalable game. Uh, so, yeah. I mean, if you got I, a halfway decent that. PC, like, there's, I don't think there's anything, I mean, the, 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 can, huh? You need a dash jump to do that, apparently. 
I don't know how to dash jump though. Well, I know you can but dash. You gotta, you gotta wave dash to do it. <laughs> I know you can. I know you can dash by hitting buttons, but I I, just, I don't think there's like a jump. Like I think I have to jump off that thing, but like I think I just have to, to like just like drive into a wall to wait for some of these mines to go by. Um, but uh, Final Fantasy XIV on PC, you can even set if you prefer. You can even set the button icons to be PlayStation button icons on PC. I play on PS4 just because I'm. I'm such a console boy. Um, even though I, I I could, you know, have a, a smoother gameplay and probably higher resolution and stuff on... Gosh darn it. Uh, oh gosh. Uh, on PC, but I... What can I say? I like my consoles. Yes, indeed. Yeah, I'm. Um, I'm, 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 I'm excited. I mean, Fancy Star Online is gonna is gonna. I haven't had a game like that in like 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 twenty years, basically. <laughs> so we'll see. I, uh, I I'm I'm looking forward to Final Fantasy fourteen on PS five. I think that's gonna be. Yeah pretty good um like the uh, the director already said like they started development on ps5 and then like uh, uh then square enix would say actually he was expressing his his desire to develop for playstation 5 <laughs> <laughs> it's like yeah right <laughs> i mean even if they didn't make a PS5 specific version like it could still run in backwards compatibility mode uh, you know and I I assume would have a better frame rate because it's, yeah. it's it's uncapped but it usually unless you're in like an instanced area it it's it's usually not 60 frames per second but if you're in an instanced area, it, it, it tends to run pretty smoothly. Uh, Critical Unity in the chat is wondering why even have the left video if it looks like crap? Oh, just and for, really the answer just is, for fun. is because, because we can. Yep. It's why, interesting. Why it's not? Fun to... I mean, that I think it's the most interesting thing about the Retro Tink. I mean, that's, that's what I love about the Retro Tink is... It is this very pure way to capture composite and S video. And sometimes you need to capture composite or S video, or maybe yeah. you don't have the cable to, uh, to capture it, you know, and to capture a certain system or you don't have the mod or something, you know, composite S video can be your best, your, your best choice. Uh, in, in those cases. So, you know, that that's why I love the retro tank. Because, like, uh, I just ordered the, the Koryu. Um, mm -hmm. That video game perfection is selling. Um, and that's just a transcoder. That's, that's a transcoder to uh, uh, component. Uh, composite nest video to component. Which I'm excited uh, about that as well. Um, can I, like... I like make this uh, bear not go so fast. You can, 
Um, you can jump on Polar, the character Polar, I guess, and the the stage select screen get a bunch of extra lives. Huh. Uh, Tank is asking if you did you calibrate the colors between the two before starting. Oh, it, it you, uh, what what do you mean exactly? Like, is there a retrotank calibration process? If there was, I had not noticed. They are on different capture card models. Uh, but yeah, so the, uh, oh, did you tune the color brightness and contrast in your capture card? Oh, no, I, I just, I, I really don't touch that stuff at all. Um, you know, other than like, you know, like full range, limited range, you know, that kind of, that kind of thing. Does it look correct or not? I mean, I think it looks fine. I mean, it's what you expect, I guess. I mean, the colors to me look like they're fairly oh, yeah, mash, actually. So it looks awesome. <laughs> yeah, I didn't really do anything special other than, you know, making sure I had uh, my range uh, selected correctly. Uh, I, I am playing. You know, what's interesting is that, you know, Crash 2 still is uh, not a dual shock. You can jump on Polar yeah. 10 times. He's right there. Oh. Um. Got a uh, five dollar donation from Kodokun. Thank you. I feel you guys. I'm balancing editing for freelance and for personal. I'm editing a freelance doc while watching the stream. Hang in there. It's the uh, the endless, the endless cycle, I suppose. Yeah. But I mean, like, like like all all things like freelance. It's like for me at least, it's always been like feast or famine. Like it's like too much work or not enough. <laughs> Like, like the end of last year, the, like from October until the end of the year, it was like, it was crazy. And then it's been very slow. Although I do, I'm going to be doing some freelance stuff this week. And, but I think it's just like templates where I'm just swapping out shots. And, uh, apparently it's going to result in 42 videos, <laughs> but whatever. I mean, I... I, there, there was a, a freelance, a potential freelance project that w would have been like the first two weeks of February, and I'm, I'm honestly glad that it, it ended up not happening. Mm -hmm. uh, 
I mean, I just, it's too much to deal with now. I mean, it would, it would definitely be nice to, you know, I, I, one of the big goals this year. I mean, obviously we haven't had video in January and that was kind I mean, I had hoped optimistically that, uh, the first documentary part would be out by the last day of January. Obviously that didn't happen. Um, but you know, once we get, once that's out, kind of the, the hope is to have more videos this year than last year. I mean, in general, it'll be more regular. We're not off to a good start. We're not off to a good start, you know, and obviously, you know, your setup still has some work to do. I, I can tell you what, though, it's a huge relief for me to, like, be pretty fully functional now, you know? Like, it's been a long time since I could really just capture almost anything I wanted. So it's... It feels good. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, we're, it, it's possible that, that we won't be going as full steam as we'd like for a month or two, but, um, we, we had by the numbers, like there was only like about one full episode per month last year. Is that right? We only had what? Did we? Did we only have one full episode? Like by the numbers, you counted it up one time, like what we had last year. Like how many? Yeah, it was it was a lot less last year, I think, than than normal. Yeah. Yeah. And we're we're kind of hoping maybe to have more than usual this year. Um, yeah. So uh, you know, in, in other words, my my point is, you know, hopefully, you know. Hopefully we can like get this to a point where maybe we don't have to accept as like, like the dream would be accepting freelance, like is bad because you could make more money making another M-Link video, right? <laughs> that, that'd be the, I mean, I don't think that'd, that'd be the dream, but I, I think that's, dream, that's a ways off. Well, eight. especially you, you've, you've got a lot of like, Pretty like mindless, yet well, lucrative I mean, like, uh, connections uh, for your freelance work. I mean, it's just, it's not super, uh, yeah, it's not super taxing, but I mean, it does require a lot of back and forth, but it's mm -hmm. mainly like medical things, mm -hmm. um, which it's a lot of like talking heads. Um, really quick, we we had a uh, we had a five dollar donation from uh, Potbelly Punch. Oh. It says, uh, "Correct me, SCART is a connector. RGB is a signal. You can get S video or composite quality from a SCART connector if the TV supported it. Correct. Or if the if the cable was was wired up for it. But that that correct. is that is correct. But you can't like um." How, how how to how to put it you you can't like you, you know there are those like scart boxes that have like a composite connector but like like you can like it's just like a, a scart that you that has like the the female rcas on it but you can't like plug that into like an OSSC and get composite because it still relies on the 
device you're plugging it into to understand that signal. That's not a hardware conversion. You know, it's just, that's just passing the signal. But correct. Yeah, yeah I was I was actually uh, a label that I put in the documentary today. I was I was actually kind of debating what to put on the label because in the documentary, like I'm I'm trying to have good information for people who are are maybe not familiar with with RGB and the, and the signals types and stuff like that. But I'm also trying to not get like too crazy in depth, like just give them enough information to make them curious. And then like, maybe they'll learn, learn it from, you know, another video or retro RGB or, you know, something like that. Um, there was one where I was like, explained that like, you know, the RGB that you get from a, a SCART cable is usually different from the RGB that you get from a VGA cable. Now, technically, you know, you can send those signals down those cables. I mean, it's just going pin to pin, right? But that's not what you would typically, um, that's not what you would typically, like a device that has that connector usually isn't going to accept RGBHV or RGBS or, you know, usually VGA uh, connector, D sub connector uh, is 31 kilohertz. Usually SCART is 15 kilohertz, but you can do 31 kilohertz with SCART. So it's, it's, it's tough to know, like, like if I wanted to keep it simple, like what, what do I, how, what do I label it? So I like for the SCART, I just labeled, uh, I just labeled RGBS and for the VGA, I just labeled RGBHV. And in the, in the voiceover, I, I say like, usually, you know, I'm not saying like you could never use these signals with this connector, but mm -hmm. usually <laughs> what was actually funny was I, I didn't even realize it when I, until I took it off of my, my B roll table. But <laughs> I, I actually, the, the shot that I shot, the VGA connector I used, I didn't even look at the other end. It was one of those uh, D-sub to component that you plug into like the uh, the NT-mini or the analog DAC or the mister. Okay. So it actually wasn't even a VGA cable, but the end was the same thing. So it didn't, it didn't matter. Right. You know, but. Um, I feel like I missed something here. Um, I don't know if. Right. Okay. Yeah. Jumata was asking about the live stream arcade um, archive. And if you just go to the front page of the channel, it's all, it's all on there. It's been like like 200 something streams at this point. Seriously? Wow. Yeah, probably more than like I getting closer to 250 now. Oh, I see. Um Whoops, whoops, that's something I wanted to do. Sorry about that. I just clicking that link that 
Sarah put in the in the chat for the uh, the theme song is yeah it is on the uh, you can download it from that link uh, or if you're so inclined if you if you like the song you should go directly to uh, Mamichesky's Bandcamp and and it's it's up there as a pay what you want for it but his version is has lyrics yeah the 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 instrumental version is exclusive to us yeah. Um, the, um, there, there is a new theme song from him for the documentary series. And there's also going to be some new music in the episodes as well. Um, which, uh, there's going to be one new one in, in this first episode. Um, and, uh, and there's also, but with the documentary series, I'm I'm kind of going for more of a a natural sound, so to speak. Yeah, no, it's like previously we had had like music like throughout the documentary and just like playing all the time. Mm-hmm. Which th- this like I mean there is some sort of music almost all the time, but like basically. When a game comes up, like I play the game's sound. Oh, that's cool. I play the game's sound for, you know, while that's being played. And then like the sound kind of just kind of continues for a while and eventually fades out or the next game that comes up, you know, so I'm kind of using game. Oops. I didn't realize that's what that button would do while I was clinging onto it. Um, yeah, like, I don't know how to describe Like, I'm using the game audio more as sound than music in particular. If yeah. that makes sense. Uh, start Select is wondering if we have a final name for the documentary series. Do you want to? You I, I guess say? I guess I guess we can we can uh, we can announce it. Uh, it is called Analog Frontiers. Um. And, uh, and you know, sort of the, the idea behind that is, you know, uh, it's it's about all these technologies that, you know, at, at, at their root, they are analog. But uh, there are still people doing kind of new and exciting things with them, you know, both from uh, a preservation standpoint, a modding standpoint. Um, and future proofing. Future proofing, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean that those are all the big themes of the series. Mm-hmm. So, uh yeah, hopefully hopefully did, people did, think did that's cool. to come up with a name. Yeah, I did. Like I'm still just calling it the Doc series. Yeah. <laughs> I think it'll sink in once once uh once we've got the the opening nailed down. Yeah. Uh, I think it'll it'll sink in a little bit more. But yeah, it's it's uh, it, I, I was just I was so afraid of committing to a title for a long time, I think. Yeah. Um, but I've actually had like the titles for the individual parts. Like I've had those. Those were easy. Um, Do we want to tell people what the individual parts are? Sure. The part one is uh just called the world of vintage gaming which is it's kind of just an overview of 
you know, the of people that work in with this kind of technology, the kinds of products and services they've provided, and also just why people bother with this old crap. Um, mm -hmm. Part two is called Original Hardware, and it's it's all about um, it's all about anything to do with playing on original hardware that that involves playing it as it is uh you know the, how realistic it is to uh continue to play on the old hardware you know when do you need to be concerned about repairs um and uh and then also mods you know advancing the original hardware um and then part three is called preservation and replication, uh, which is on anything that has to do with uh, ensuring that this stuff lasts beyond the original ROM, beyond the original hardware. Uh, so, you know, obviously involves, you know, preservation from a game backup standpoint, but also a um, standpoint of, of software emulation, hardware emulation, um, flash cartridges, um, that kind of stuff. And also the, the visual, just the simple visual representation, because without a doubt, the most visible act of preservation out there is the uh, Wikipedia photos by Evan Amos. Um, so he he he's a, a major part of that as well. And there and there's different people in every single one uh, of these. Uh, some yeah. people, you know, might appear in part one, three, and five, and other people in two and four. You know, it's it's just kind of a a mixture all over the place. Um, part four is all about Kevtris, you know, his life, what, you know, what his approach to things is, you know, sort of the experiences, the different, uh, the different projects he's worked on that, you know, a lot of people might know, not know about that has kind of led to his, you know, where he's at today and the influence he's had on the overall scene. So the idea with that episode is like, let's pick like one kind of mega contributor to the retro gaming scene and like mm -hmm. just really focus on that one person. Uh, right. Then part five kind of zooms back out uh, and is, is on uh, the title is contribution and community which is kind of all more about like, okay, how can, can you, uh, you know, uh, what I, I, how can you turn an idea that you have into a, a real product? What kinds of concerns and considerations like my, you know, you learn from these people who have experience, like, you know, how, how does it, how does it go from, you know, idea to finished product, you know, what kind of costs and, and unforeseen circumstances, 
Uh, and then also like, you know, where, uh, you know, just, just kind of the, the community in general, uh, you know, uh, uh, you know, just, just, I, I, I don't know how to put it, but you know, it, that one is still a little bit more in development in terms of the script. Um, mm-hmm. the script for that one is not finished, but the script for all the others is, is finished. Um, which was a very difficult and time-consuming process, but uh, you know now we're just we're, we're full-on editing. So, right. Like I say, it's 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 gonna be like uh, probably close to five hours of of content. You know, it's gonna be four to five hours of content overall, which yeah. is kind of kind of close insane. To five. I think it's going. I think it's going to be pretty close to five. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's, um, it's like it's like almost going to be as much as like a movie trilogy. <laughs> uh, so we had we had a couple of donations while oh. you're going through those. Um, the the first one we we got two dollars from Tech Assistant saying LG Game Mode reduces the input lag. Do you use it? Oh, of course. Uh, well, I mean, there's a. I guess there was apparently a new firmware update that reduces it further. I think he mentioned earlier that it reduces it even further. I just checked on my TV and I had no firmware updates. So and which I know they, which model? They roll is it, it out man? like they roll it out slowly. Usually, I found. Mm-hmm. Uh, so when it when it pops up, then I well, I generally update. Last time, I I used the. Um... The time sleuth on uh, uh last time I used the time sleuth on on mine, I had 17 milliseconds, which is like one millisecond over a frame. And I, I right, consider well, saying that, that, I consider uh, that really apparently good. this new firmware reduces it to 13. Hmm. Not not that I think I would notice, but that's always good. My my dad has a um a relatively unremarkable, but seems solid enough. You know, he didn't want to spend a lot of money. Uh, you know, an LCD LG. And um, I used the time sleuth on that. Just not that I had any expectation of playing games on it, but I just wanted to know. Um, it was uh, 14 milliseconds. Oh, wow. So it was under a frame. Uh, next week, we had a uh, $2 donation from Blast Processing with an exclamation point mm-hmm. uh, saying, I love composite the way people love vinyl records. And I, 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 I can appreciate I, that. I can, appre- I, I can appreciate that as well. I, I was actually going to play in composite tonight on my PVM, but I am I'm looking at the RGB to component uh, on, on my end here. But uh <laughs> I, 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 there is like, you know, I mean, as, as much as like, I will, you know, usually play NES and RGB, uh, I, th- there is just like that, that crunchy, you know, composite look to NES. I, I, I've got big time nostalgia for it. Uh, I, I, I think it's important to represent that, you know, from time to time. In fact, I, I would like, I, I want to. Before I end the stream, I, I do want to try a little NES um, because I, I want to see if we can see a difference between the um, 
the the comb modes. Um, because I, I haven't I haven't had a chance to do like a side by side comparison of that yet. But Mike said that the um, hey Sandy, what you what's your what's your end goal here? <laughs> what's your end goal? Are you gonna lay down? Here, are you trying to get down? Or you? There's not uh, much had, room to a, sit on my lap without a recliner here, Sandy. You can. We had a uh, two dollar donation from Ben Brody saying, "Corey, tell me more stories about your haunted house." <laughs> uh, well, stuff the other day, it sounded like someone was walking around upstairs, like above me. Oh yeah. And I went upstairs. Yeah, it was just, but it was just Sophia. The cat was running around. <laughs> Uh, uh, Sophia should not sound like a person. <laughs> yeah. But it, it wasn't like foot stuff. There's like boom, boom. And it was obviously <laughs> she was like jumping. Because she, she sometimes just goes wild and hops around and does all kinds of stuff. Is she, uh, is she adapting to the new house pretty well? Yeah, yeah. I think she likes it quite a bit now. Sandy likes this uh, this couch because you know my my usual couch has a has like a, a console in the middle with like a it's like raised up and it's got like cup holders and then there's like a, a, a compartment that you know has storage in it and so like Sandy is either in the other seat partway you know up on that console or you know all the way in my my lap and she likes this couch because she could just kind of just kind of lay on me a lot more easily i guess <laughs> uh I mean, I, I don't think that this house is haunted because the only people that have ever lived here are the people we bought it from. Yeah, but, you know, poltergeist. I understand. <laughs> I, I don't know. I mean, I think that there's solo mouse. Oh, really? Like, Well, it just, we saw a mouse in the garage. And then there's a room like like where my consoles are. It's like the other side of that wall is like the underneath the garage. It's like the concrete block that's underneath the garage. Uh, so it just like probably has a find a way down there somehow. How much um, how much hope do you have for the garage getting cleared out in such a way that that you can store cars in there? Oh, I mean, it's definitely happening. I mean, we're we've we've cleared out enough of it at this point that we can pull in, but I don't think we'd be able to open the doors. I I, I can see that as being a thing that you know, like I, I bet that happens to a lot of people. Like you know, just in their moving process, like it's so convenient well, yeah. to put stuff in the garage, and then they somehow just never never get get there. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But no, we fully intend on putting stuff in the garage. Or I mean, putting cars in the garage. 
because I mean, we have never, I, I had a garage in my house growing up, but other than that, I've never had a driveway or a garage. I've, I mean, I guess the house my parents lived in when I was born didn't have a garage, but, uh, since then, like, I mean, I, you know, I, I was too young to remember. Um, but since then I've always had a garage that, and it was a, it was a pretty small house we lived in, in Tennessee and it was, I, you know, I, I can't think of very many, if any other house I've ever been in that was designed like this, but, um, the, the garage and the basement were like the same thing. Like there was like this place where you like pulled in for your, for your car. But then like, there was just like the support posts and it just like kind of just went, kept going on from there, you know, where it was just, it was the basement. Hmm. I, I just, I, I can't, I don't think I've ever seen anything like that. Well, but it's kind of cool. But now there's, I mean, then since then, Ohio, Delaware, uh, Michigan, they all had, they all had garages. The only time that I really, you know, I had experience without it was, was college. And then, you know, my apartment I lived in, like it was, I, I, I had, I had basically a choice of, of moving to either a neighborhood that had trash pickup, but no garage or a neighborhood that had garages, but no trash pickup. <laughs> and I, I opted for a neighborhood with, with garage. And I, I have no regrets. Like, man, not having your garage is like tiny. Oh, it's tiny, but it, oh, it's it, it's as uh, as what as our our friends who uh, who were here in May said. Uh, <laughs> that's not a garage; it's a it's a car closet. <laughs> it's, 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 Basically, yeah, yeah, it's, it's very true. It's it is small, but uh, it you know, hey, it it keeps. Uh, it serves its purpose. It, it sure. serves its purpose. It keeps it keeps my car not cold and not hot. Yeah. <laughs> so that's, that's the thing. I mean, that we're we, we will enjoy. Is, yeah. You know, going out like having to take everybody to school and do whatever and not have a cold car. Well, I mean, I I had a very old car when when I first moved to this house and. Uh, How was I supposed to get past that? There must have been a switch or something somewhere. Um, I got a very old car that had terrible, uh, had, uh, like it, it took a really long time to warm up basically. Yeah. Um, I, I missed. We had a, we had a four ninety nine donation from Ben D earlier oh, saying, uh, "Thank you." Do you guys know anything about or have any news about badass consoles? And uh, I mean, that's that's a name I've heard in a little while. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I 
I, uh, nothing. I mean, I haven't really been thinking about it. I mean, is he st still like shipping anything or? Uh, yeah, I mean, I I definitely regret that. You know that I had so you know that that GameCube video. You know, I. I, well, I, I mean, was at just, the time there was no reason to believe that it was going to turn out the way that it turned yeah. out. I, I mean, I just I, I just went on good faith that coming, you know it was it was a product that was going to happen. You know. That's yeah, why I, mean, I was I glad I was at least able to do that GameCube updates video, you know, to present some of the the real solutions that have, you know, been finished and come along since. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's I mean, I have no idea if like his stuff is even still going to come out. I mean, I can't imagine it being like worth it at this point. I mean, maybe it has like a I think he said, I guess we'll say like a custom firmware or something. But I mean, it's been it's like so far after the fact by now that most people that wanted some sort of HDMI solution for the the GameCube uh, already has it at mm -hmm. this point. I mean, it's I don't know. I it's it's unfortunate that it worked out that way. Yeah. Um, I don't know if he's like shipping anything else that he's done. Uh, we are going to be doing Dreamcast this year. Yep, and hopefully we. Yeah, I, th I, well, I think the we will definitely happen as well. There's no reason for it not to, honestly. Basically, um, one, once once the documentary series is done, like we can do anything. Yes, <laughs> we will do anything. We're going to do a ton of stuff. And I think that I just got to. Like, if I had to, like, shoot an episode like tomorrow, I have no idea what I would do. <laughs> I just I just don't think I can make it look good, but I need I do need to mess around with the, the lighting in here to figure out a different solution, because as it is. It's just, it's not going to fly. Mm -hmm. I mean, I was thinking about, I could get some, like, some hooks to go in, like, along my drop ceiling. They have, like, these that go on the rails. And I could run some sort of, like, lights. Yeah. But you're going to need to come up with on cam soon because you're going to be adding an episode once the yeah, episode exactly. one I... is done. And then you're, you're, you're the host for episode two. So... You do yeah. need one on camera shot. I mean that that's our that's our philosophy with with documentaries is is we have the host appear one time at the beginning but then not reappear. Because it's not about it's not about us, but you know, I I kind of just like I figure it's 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 good to have have the host appear one time because then it's kind of like Ew, what's this nerdy voice? Like at least <laughs> at least explain like who this nerd is. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh Josh Way, the second part of the first party controllers will be I mean that's that'll probably be the episode that I do. Um Which that would that would be good for me. Yes. For you to do, because that would be easy for me to capture the 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 b-roll that you would need for that 
That, yeah. That's what I'm hoping you'll do because it, it definitely would be the easiest yeah, I think for that, me. That is going to be the one. It just like makes it easy to do it. it, it it's easy for both of us. Yeah. I mean, I, did I, I, did I already record we, we, my... We have, a, we have a real bad habit of doing part ones and then like not doing follow-ups like yeah. soon enough. Well, and... the script is written. Yeah, exactly. I mean, your part is. Like, I have, I have some stuff I need to write a bit more of. But I, I, I just need to... I, just, I am still feeling a little bit out of sorts. So I, oh, like, I'm the next, sure. Like, hopefully these, these, this next week will put it into a place where I can, like, especially after shooting all the B-roll for you, I'll be like, okay, I can do this. Because, I mean, did you slot any slot in any of that B-roll that I gave you? Yeah, I did. I mean, there wasn't a I lot. Mean, I mean, I mean, there was a lot of AVS stuff, and to be honest, I didn't need that much, but... I mean, it's, it's going like, there's going to be like a whole bit about the making of the AVS in episode three. So, I mean, right. I'll, I'll need it later, but, um, most of the things that I've put on the to-do list are like things that I need for this episode. Like if you shoot a little yeah, yeah. more, some of oh, it yeah, I can yeah. probably use in a future episode for sure. But what I'm saying is like, it, like it doesn't, like it looks good. Oh yeah, so yeah, 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 yeah. It, it 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 matches what I've been shooting very well. I mean, I, I like that. I like the background, the the surface that we bought for the yeah. documentary. Um, we had a we had a two dollar donation from a uh, Morgan Tube HD saying I bought a Sega CD and he game suggestions. Well, I saw I saw well, Vanessaria it, it, saying please 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 open it up and make sure no caps are leaking. Um, <laughs> I, I need to, you know, I, I thought mine looked really good inside and we showed, uh, you showed a screenshot of it to Artemio asking him like, which, which chip is some part that does something. He's like, Oh, it looks like there's a leaking cap right there. And I'm like, dang it. <laughs> it's mine. <laughs> Cause he thought it was yours. It was mine. Yeah. I, I didn't even no, notice I, it I, though. I changed my caps. Yeah. Mine, mine need to be, mine need to be changed out. Um, I don't think it's in dire a dire situation though. But yeah. Well, if you if you haven't watched the uh, the DF Retro is the excellent Mortal Kombat episode that came out today. I can say it, uh, he recommends John recommends the uh, the Sega CD version of Mortal Kombat One. I'm go I'm going to treat myself to watching that when the documentary series is done, or not the series, yeah, it's, but it's uh, the first episode is done. I, I feel I felt very inspired watching it. I'm like, oh man, like it made, it made me want to like make an episode. <laughs> it, 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 I mean, I it, it, I mean, it's just a, like I don't even like care. I mean, I you know I, I'm not a fighting game guy, so I don't really care about Mortal Kombat from a gameplay perspective. But I, I love Mortal Kombat aesthetically. Yeah, like I just the. I love the stories behind Mortal Kombat. I love, you know, the, you know, I, I just, I just love everything about it. I mean, I love, I love the movie. I don't like the second movie, but who does? <laughs> <laughs> I feel, I wish I'd gotten a B-roll shot of my opening day ticket for the movie. Mm. He did, I did, was able to provide him a lot of arcade 
b-roll that he used though and that arcade b-roll that we've you know been sitting on for so long has been super handy in the documentary so far that's good that's good uh but yeah the, the episode is very very good it came out came out great um but I'd also recommend, you know, Road Avenger is something I'll always recommend to people interested in the Sega yeah, CD. I think it's incredible definitely game. top five games on the system. Um, we got a uh, another two dollar donation from uh, Morgan Tube HD saying, "Is uh, Masked Rider Cayman Rider ZO a good one?" Uh, I can't can't tell you. I I, I know what it is, honestly. I, I am familiar with what Cayman Rider is, or Common Rider, however you say it. Uh, but I can't say that I don't really know much about it. Uh, is, is it on the Sega? Is, is an FMV game on the Sega? See, I'm. I mean, I'm, I'm sure it's decent. Um, we had a uh, we had a dollar sixty nine from uh, Anthony AJ. Thank you. He says, thank you for the endless hours of enjoyment. Top tier documentaries and excited for what, what the new year holds. Uh, get ready for hours for of documentary. Hours. <laughs> it's coming. <laughs> and then we're just gonna, gonna hang, hey, we're gonna do some, just like some stuff that we've been putting off for yep. a long time yep. and it's going to be a lot of like a lot of fun stuff a lot of stuff people have been asking for and, and some of that i think right. is still going to happen before the documentary series is done but like yeah. stuff like 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 uh you know dreamcast and we rgb that that i don't think there's any way that can come before uh uh before the documentary is series is is done but I think they'll come pretty quickly after. So, I mean, like, dream, I, I think Dreamcast RGB should happen this summer. I think it's going to happen this summer. Yeah. Uh, but speaking of documentaries, the uh, the M2 Complete Works documentary was a is, is an official selection of the 2020 GDC Film Festival, That's... which is, is, is kind of cool. I, is uh, that a thing no, they've done before? Going out there and 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 going to the screening and said, oh, if you want to do a Q and A at at GDC about it, you could do it. And like that's kind of like <laughs> I like we're debating whether or not it's like if we could like afford to go, but we we want to. Mm -hmm. But but thinking about it, <laughs> the like we could we could theoretically go and in the screening. Like people from M2 would be at the screening. I know. <laughs> Which is like, like I know that they've seen it and they yeah. watched it and they liked it, but it's like it's kind of it's like kind of nerve wracking. Because <laughs> 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 like, what if they like? I mean, what if they realize like, oh, maybe it's not as good as I thought it was. <laughs> <laughs> um, we had a five dollar donation. From from uh, Venezera saying okay. uh, you guys should do a PSA on or series on console and equipment upkeep, which consoles are critical or notorious for having bad caps or CD drives, etc. The uh, excellent suggestion. The documentary series part two does does touch on that. Perhaps 
you know, in a in a, a somewhat lightweight way, I guess you could say. But uh, uh, that 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 is a topic that comes up, and and Turbo, I really like how these fences break. That's actually pretty cool. Um. Uh, you know, it basically comes up that, you know, uh, Sega CD, uh, not, not, not necessarily universally, but Sega CD, definitely Game Gear, um, you know, Turbo Express, um, uh, Turbo, um, Turbo Duo, you know, those, those lags should be done no matter what. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, cer certain other systems, like the system will be fine for a while, but the power supplies at this point maybe should be looked at. You know, a lot of those are internal power supplies, but maybe they could use some fresh caps. Uh, we got a uh, we had a $10 donation from uh, Sydney SE. Thank you. Saying thank you for everything you've done. I've watched all your videos and have, you have reinvigorated my love for all things retro and gaming. Wow, thank you. And my wallet says, please stop. <laughs> <Well>. Understandable. <laughs> Understandable. I mean, we're, we're very lucky to have, you know, held on to so much stuff you know, over the years, you know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. you know, yeah, we've, we've, oops, we've, we've bought a lot of consoles over the past several years, but, uh, you know, most of it was, you know, stuff that we've just held on to, you know? <laughs> um, yeah, we had 999 from, uh, from Paul Sutton. Thank oh. you. Always oh, a pleasure to see him in the chat. Uh, he says uh, Sega CD is bad because uh, Sega tried to tell kids, tried telling kids that they were first to have the CD-ROM drive, and Turbo Graphics had it first. In mm. fact, Turbo had had Sherlock Holmes almost two years before uh, Sega did. And you know, it's funny because in the episode on the uh, the Mega SD, I had this I had this big long thing going like, kind of like as an ode to the Sega CD, mm -hmm. but I had the had a big bit about the uh, the TurboGrafx CD being first, mm -hmm. and I, I it started to get so long that I just cut, I like chopped it down significantly because I wanted like that video to also be like a, a celebration of the, of the Sega CD as well, Oops. and and its yeah. games and its life. But he is he's absolutely right. You know I. I have to be honest that I've I've just got more interest in general in the Turbo Graphics slash PC Engine CD than Sega CD. I just think there's more games that are interesting to me on it. Yeah, well, they're, they're more there's more like normal games on it. Right. Like I've as it is, like I have I already have more more games for PC Engine CD than <laughs> Sega CD. So I was hoping that it was a 
hoping people got that it was a reference to the Johnny Turbo comics and ads. Did the Johnny Turbo, did they talk about that in there? Because I, I do remember the Johnny Turbo ads, but I don't remember the content of them. Ooh. Ah. Yeah, we have a $5 donation from uh, Jonathan Moore saying, what are your thoughts on when your PVMs start to break down or need maintenance? Are there techs out there that still fix PVMs? Love your videos. Speaking of which... Yeah, I might have an opportunity to get some CRTs worked on in the coming weeks, and I'm hoping to shoot a good bit of video uh, while doing it. Uh, this will be with... Uh, with uh, there's a YouTube channel called Retro Tech, and uh, the guy's name is Steve, and uh, he's going to be relatively nearby uh, pretty soon, and we're hoping to shoot some video. Uh, so that could possibly, I don't, I don't want to make any crazy promises, that could possibly, just depending on how it goes, I could possibly be the mythical the CRT calibration, the long fabled <laughs> CRT calibration yep. video. Uh, but yes, he he is he is a great guy. He lives fairly close to me, but he's just he's going to be close to you. He's he's kind of he's like more down towards Nashville, which would kind of be a halfway point between the two of us, honestly. Well, it's it's. It's more like six hours for me. Oh, yeah, well, it's about four hours for me. So, but yeah, it wouldn't be bad. Like, even, even if, like, I get everything I would need here, I, I still think we should absolutely visit visit them. Well, and besides, like, in theory, I would like to have like basically every CRT I own eventually recapped. But it's not like yeah. it's not like this is going to be the only opportunity we're going to have to do it. I'm sure we're we're going to. We're going to meet up with Steve a, a bunch of other times in the future, I, I think. Yeah. So I, I'm probably going to get my 20L5 recapped. Yeah. Because uh, I think he's, I think he's, I, I think he said he had an, well. he had an extra 20L5 kit. Mm -hmm. Um, so, uh, my, it's in really good shape, but the one thing I noticed, and you said that you, um, like kind of a ghosting in there's, 480p. In 480p, like on, there's just a little bit of a, a sort of a some mine ghosting. has it, but it goes away after a little while. Yeah, I, it's just that honestly, like I, I had not used it that much in 480p before, uh, and now that it, I've kind of got it set up as my like main analog, like like my analog systems, I'm going to be playing on. I am playing to use it. You know, a fair bit in 480p. You know, especially for like Dreamcast and GameCube. Um, so yeah, I, I'm I'm not sure if that's a calibration thing, a capacitor thing, just nature of how the how it is. Maybe the, there's not much you can do about it. So I'm I I, I I'm I'm looking forward to maybe learning a little more about that. But um, uh. The um, uh, one thing that's interesting, though, I feel like I was doing something kind of weird. What was I doing? That's so weird. I, what was I doing? I was doing something. I was like, oh, I wonder why that 
Oh, there goes the light. Oh. <laughs> I was I like, what's well, going to happen eventually? The um, the twenty oh five just like randomly like restarted itself the other day. That, that kind of concerned me. Outside of that and that four eighty p ghosting, though, I mean, it, it looks incredible for four eighty p. But I'm sure that it could be even better. And you know. So, you know, one of the things that comes up in the documentary series, uh, this is in part two, you know, you know, you can recap these with even better capacitors. I mean, I don't, I don't know if it really applies to PVM specifically or, or maybe more so, especially more so, I would imagine, consumer TVs. But you can recap them with better caps than they ever had in the beginning. And the tube itself is going to last is is meant to last so much longer than the other electronic components in it. So, I mean, these CRTs can in theory last a very very long time. You just it it's just that the other components need to be taken care of. Uh we got a uh, 499 from Ben D again. Thank you. So that a few 20 inch PV out a few 20 inch uh, BDMs, but got rid of them in favor of a 36 inch FV. Am I a bad guy? I find the size a lot more practical. Well, um, what's an FV? I'm not sure. Um, either way, I mean, I can I can understand the, the, the size, especially if you had a few of them. Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, it's I have put several of mine in the other, like in the closet there. Not in the closet, but it's like a basement storage. And put a uh, a blanket over them until I have the use for them again. Uh, but I don't think there's anything I, I can understand. Yeah. For sure. I, you know, like right now, I'm like my eyeballs are probably a yard or less from the, this 19 inch PVM. And that's, I, I would love for it to be even bigger. Sure. But I'm, I'm, I'm quite happy and comfortable with Yeah, uh, same here. I mean, you are you sitting about as far away from that as I am from probably, from I, probably similar. Like, <laughs> you know, it's, it's funny. Like I, I'm, I'm planning to make a joke about it. And, uh, and in, in my room tour video, when, when that happens, um, but there's these like giant stickers in, uh, oops, in the, uh, in the, these drawers on these Ikea units, you know, that for one, like you, you must fasten it to the wall. You know, children have died, you know, well, it's true. I mean, I mean, it's true, but at the same time, it's like, they're, they're like, they basically want to say like, you can you you have to do this when like there's literally not going to be any children trying to climb on these drawers you know it's not like it's right. unstable you know what i mean right like it's it's not unstable at all and then it also says you know not only do you have to affix it you have to uh you do not place a tv on top of it <laughs> you know which whoops <laughs> but i mean it's fine though you know there's like there's there's no reason for me not to you know it's it's 
super stable. Like, it is, it, it, it is not going anywhere. Oh, I thought I had just a second longer. Uh, but yeah, I mean, now that I have everything so close and I can just turn to like my main TV now. Uh, I I mean, it's I'm good with just having the two and I have one over there for other reasons if I ever want to use it. Wait, wait, the, the Sonic movie comes out in like a week. Really? Like two weeks. Yeah, it comes out on Valentine's Day. I had no idea. Oh, Sonic with the Hedgehog. <laughs> I well, you know, my kids that express interest in seeing it, I can see myself oh, really? going. Yeah, I mean, I mean, why not? I, I, you know, they said if it makes, it makes ninety million dollars the opening weekend, they're gonna, will green light a, a sequel right away. Oh, really? Who said that? Yeah, if, if, it, may, if it makes like ninety million dollars, yeah. Oh yeah, I I, I have no, I don't pay attention to like box office stuff at all. Like I have no idea like how unrealistic that is. There's like that's like super unrealistic, I think. Oh crap! Um, I, I think I might yeah, just lost I, my last I, life. I I have I, I don't have a problem like going to see especially you know uh, Vanessa says it's it's right so, you know like I want to I'm I'm gonna go see it because they like really put in the effort to change his design you know and they I drum that, uh, drum kind of wishes that they left it with Nightmare Sonic because you know not being a Sonic fan he he figures he'd get more amusement out of it with Nightmare Sonic. <laughs> Yeah, I I feel like it's probably just gonna be a fun movie. I, I don't think it'll be horrible or anything like that. Man, I I thought I was in a really good groove with this guy early on, and then I just like did, did you did you see Detective Pikachu? I still haven't seen it yet. Uh, you know it's on. It, it's on, on your Voodoo, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. I I I I, I want to watch it soon. Uh, we we I mean, uh drum drum uh, in and out during it, and and and. I, I thought it was pretty good. Um, I missed some parts of it, but I thought it was pretty good. Oh, man, I'm, I'm just like really doing bad here. Um, Lynn came over for uh, for movie night uh, on Thursday. Usually, usually just drum comes because Lynn's not a big movie person. Right. And uh, we watched. Uh, uh, Ralph uh, breaks the internet. Oh, yeah. Did you like it? Yeah. I mean, the first one was great too. Yeah. But this one, I mean, it has a lot of fun with stuff. I was I was surprised at how it compared pretty favorably to the uh, to the first one. Yeah, that was good. Um, but <laughs> what what's, what surprised me was like. She had no interest in 
Like, I just assumed that, like, like, oh, okay, next time you decide to come over for movie night with Drum, you know, we should watch Detective Pikachu. She just had no interest. Oh, really? Which just surprised me. Uh, you know, I, I don't know how to, how to, how to predict, uh, uh, what what you know what's gonna be a what's gonna be a Lynn movie but no I was surprised so I guess I guess just Drum and I'll watch that one time we 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 both want to watch it um yeah I mean as someone who doesn't really know anything about Pokemon I mean I thought it was it was entertaining mm-hmm. you know it does a pretty good job of like feeling like oh this is in that world mm-hmm. yeah but i don't know i mean it's, uh, it's interesting because it's is, is 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 detective pikachu is it generally disliked by the the fan base i i mean i haven't really heard one way or another i i generally yeah. assumed it, it was liked but i have yeah. no no clue honestly uh um but like you know, Pokemon is something that, you know, I'm I'm relatively casually into. What what's interesting is like, you know, De- Detective Pikachu like kind of gives that world like a real, I mean, at least from the trailers, you know, it gives it like a very like real world sort of look to it, but like the games are always like super like simplistic in their presentation and like the writing is all very like easy oh. for kids to read and stuff like that, you know. So it's it's interesting I, I'm very interested to see like how it does feel like that world. Yeah, uh, I missed the donation earlier. I I apologize to a uh, uh, scoped pixels uh, who donated five dollars. I'm really sorry about oh, that. Oh, it it uh, just happened. No, no, that's a different one. Um. Oh, I see. Oh, you did it. Tw- oh my gosh, I'm I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to. I totally missed it. Are, are you sure? Yeah, I did it through Streamlabs and then through uh, through Super Chat. I really, I'm really super sorry. Um, saying is there is there much difference in terms of lag using LCD versus PVM with retro consoles with it going through an OSSC? Is there a huge advantage? Is, is uh, it, I think is that it has more to do with your TV. With, the, with whatever LCD you're using it with. Right. If you've got a low lag TV or monitor, uh, it's, it, it, you know, it, it, like, for example, it, my, my OLED TV has 17 milliseconds of lag. That's like basically one frame of lag. Um, mm-hmm. And that is not something that I personally would ever feel. Um so, like, I I think that is 100% viable. Um, but if you got a TV that has, like, eight frames of lag, um, I would still call that viable. I think that's something you could get used to. Uh, but other people would strongly disagree. Um, yeah. it, but in terms of lag, like, oh, yeah. Like, the, the, it is absolutely very feasible to do that. You know what I actually did earlier today was... Um, I was <laughs> I was trying to output a signal from the OSSC that would cause 
this NEC PC monitor that I've got, this VGA monitor, the, using a HDMI to VGA adapter. I was trying to send a signal that would like throw it off so that I could like, you know, either get it freaking out or have a message on screen or something because I needed B-roll of that. And uh, like I was having a hard time like sending it a signal from the OSSC that it didn't like at first. You know what blew my mind is that 3X laced mode for 480i works on it. Really? Yeah. Like that doesn't like work with anything basically. It it actually it works with a Magewell card, but like I can't capture it natively interlaced. So I can't like make it look good. But what I mean, it didn't look that great. Uh, it didn't look like any better than, say, 4X Bob, because it was just the the monitor was doing interlacing that looked very much like the Bob. You know, it. it but uh, like the Bob. Bob, <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, it was interesting to see it see it work. I, I mean, I was looking at like 960p NES on it, and poof. Looks good on it, really. <laughs> uh, I saw there was a $10 from Craig Watt. Thank you. It says, uh, I had it in an old big screen TV back in the early 90s when I played games on it. Some relatives used to say that the co- that consoles break big screen TVs. Made no sense to me ever. Ever heard of an instance like that? Old big screen TV? Like, are you talking like, like the, the projection, like those old projectors? Hmm. I mean, I mean, I like if there was like a burn, like maybe they had like some misunderstanding of how easy burn in was. I don't know. Like, I, I know burn in was a thing back then, but I don't know, like, particularly what types of monitors. Like, but with like video games, like, I mean, you'd have to have it sitting there for like days, I would think, to like burn in on a CRT. They they probably they probably had just a really uh, skewed uh, um, you know imagination of of of, it, of what it would do. But obviously, video games are made for CRTs. Video games are good for CRTs. <laughs> uh, we got a ninety nine cents donation from uh, from Chan John and Guyan. Thank you. With with no message. Well, thank you. Uh, but I assume that that's what they meant as like the rear projection. Mm-hmm. I mean, I I haven't heard anything like that, but I mean, maybe it just it's not gonna short circuit or anything like that. But it might. I mean, maybe it could damage the screen somehow. I don't know. Like the actual projection part of it. I want to turn on the. Uh... Oh, you're gonna yeah, you're gonna switch to NES for a minute, weren't yeah, you? Yeah, but I'll, let's see. Changing the input. Wanted, uh... <laughs> My family wanted to make an excuse to not play games in the in the family room. It's all good though. I still love them. <laughs> Look at you're like way up, way up in that. There's the uh... oh, I, I, I wanted to because like the the monitor the monitor where I can see OBS is the only place where I can actually see the retro tank. Like so that was <laughs> I just turned on the smoothing filter, which I think is like for for three D games. I think is actually kind of cool. Yeah, uh, we had a we had a dollar ninety nine from uh, Chan John Guyan saying like, "What are your thoughts on the M Classic?" 
Uh, haven't used one. I would like to, but I but I assume it's like it's very close to the uh, the M cable. I think it's basically like the M cable, except it doesn't it doesn't include the cable. You know, you use a regular yeah. HDMI. But I, from what I saw on the GameSack review, uh, it it looked to me like it's basically the same thing. Um, personally. I mean, if, if, if the, if the compatibility is improved on the M classic compared to the, uh, regular M cable gaming edition, uh, I guess it could maybe be a little more interesting to me. Um, I, I had some issues where like it, it would, didn't work very well running it like through switchers, you know, it would be very nice to use it as an output cable from a switcher or something like that. I had trouble, a lot of trouble with that. Like I, I, I had to do like direct connections uh and it was very inconvenient uh for me when i was you know testing it out um so definitely the frustration played a little role maybe in me not being that impressed with it but like at the end of the day i don't think it's doing anything that is that interesting to me personally a lot of people really do like the look of it but it's it's not a look that really interests me because at the end of the day those uh, you know, you're not like, I don't know if you're really getting anti-aliasing out of it. It's just kind of almost making like a curve between pixels in a way. This is what it looks like to me anyway. Like it's, it's hard to, it's hard to explain. Like, I, I don't know how similar or different it is from like the smoothing on the retro tank, but I actually kind of like the look of smoothing on the retro tank, especially for like, 480i like i don't know Mm -hmm. if i would like i i don't when it comes to like 240p 3d stuff it's like oh that looks pretty good i could see i could see people liking that it's probably not how i would play if i was like looking at the retro tank on my screen i probably wouldn't have smoothing on but if i was playing uh 480i stuff i definitely would turn on smoothing for that because it it's it, it, it makes it much closer to the to the feel of interlaced on a uh, on a CRT, I think, because it, it's it's a softer flicker compared to like the sharp bob on the OSSC. Um, I, I I I I like it a lot for for that for that purpose for sure. Um, Uh, I saw that um, yeah, Maddie Devine is saying brave attention tokens do notifications of donations show up instantly. Um, I'm not sure if we have like our, our BAT uh, linked anywhere. B- to, Wait, BAT? What? That's the, the, the brave brave attention tokens is like a cryptocurrency oh. for, for creators. I We have us registered like through the, the the i mean you can if you use the brave browser you can donate uh bat tokens uh to us but i'm not sure if i have it linked any other way um yes okay right okay so yeah the the tip it didn't it didn't show up i think it just shows up uh did you include it Anywhere, I'm. I don't think we have that linked, and I'm not sure if the um, 
the one site that I was using for that kind of stuff, the, uh, what is it called? Uh, the one up coin site. Well, maybe I need to, I can maybe add it to that. Um, I do appreciate it. Did you, uh, put a question or anything with it or a comment or anything? Uh, I, I, it's just not set up in a way to, to add that to the, the ticker down there. I do, and do appreciate it though. The notification is the question is all. Um, oh, okay. I mean, I, it's just, it's not, it's not set up for that right now. I don't, I don't, I don't know how I would. Oh, now you're going to, this is what you're going to do. You're going to, you're going to the game in five minutes. Um, Oh, wow. I do. I do what? apologize for that. What happened? Yeah. Look at that. That is interesting. What? It's why is it so high? It's not the ground. The, the checkerboard ground isn't there. Like it's, that's just how it is. Oh, um, wait, 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 like it's just $5. I'm gonna have to... What's that? I, I'm, I mean, it's probably just a card issue, but it's, it, it's we, an we interesting play it like issue. that. Play it like that. Play it like that. Play it like that. Well, it looks like it fixed itself. I didn't even hit reset. That's interesting. Uh, that's, I, that's crazy. I've never seen that. Uh, we had a $5 donation. Um, I'm playing with a Bluetooth controller, by the way. Just you know, handy. I'm and I'm, I'm like a ways away from it. There might be some stuff in between because the NES, the the composite NES is kind of far away. Oh. Um, that five dollar donation from Aaron Mark saying, "What are your both of your thoughts on how close speakers can sit next to your CRT?" Um. Oh. Uh. It's not something I know a lot about, yeah, really, but... PM, it's, it should be totally fine. They're fully shielded. Um, with a consumer CRT, it should be... I mean, if they're, like, tiny little speakers, they... I think most newer speakers are probably shielded to not have any... cause any kind of interference or anything. Uh, but I do remember, like, my old stereo speakers, if they were too close to the CRT would cause, you know, the rainbowing and the issues. Yeah. I, it only feels like up against, like, next to it. I, um... When I used to record game music to, uh... to, uh... audio cassette tape, I would, you know, I had, like, a external microphone. And, uh... You know, it it would make my CRT like a little, little, little purple in the corner, uh, mm -hmm. after doing that, but it would go, it always went away. I was, I was nervous, but I, my, my urge to record game soundtracks was just so strong that I, <laughs> I wasn't, uh, that concerned about what happened to this, to the TV, I guess, but it was fine. It never, a TV didn't last forever. It was, it, it definitely had a decline, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't imagine that was the reason for it, <laughs> but, um, you know, what's funny. Actually, I, uh, those old, uh, audio cassette tapes, um, I was doing something sort of fun for, uh, 
uh, for a little shot in the documentary series and uh, uh, Analog Frontiers Part 1, I should say. And uh, I was using this tape deck that I'd never really used before. It was just an old piece of equipment from work. And it, it had a it had a, a you know a real visualizer on it, which was what I wanted to do, and um, and uh, I, I to test it out, I I played one of my old uh, tapes, and you know that I'd recorded. Uh, it was the Diddy Kong Racing soundtrack that I had recorded. I was like. I was surprised how good it sounded. It was not bad. <laughs> like it sounded clean. Like I was just me recording. Like I would like, I, it was like a stick microphone that, you know, had like a 3.5 millimeter, um, plug on it. And, uh, I would like put it right next to my mono TV speaker. Cause that's all I had. You know, it was, it was connected, you know, via VCR because the the TV only had composite input or RF input rather and uh um I I I, <laughs> I like padded it with like paper towels <laughs> like I put all this paper towels around like thinking that would like help like keep keep noise out I I don't know maybe it helped but <laughs> I, I, you know, and I would always like, you know, tell my parents like, I'm recording in there, you know, be quiet. You know, what's funny is like, um, uh, you know, to, to, to this day, you know, like remember like, a few months ago, uh, uh, y you wanted me to record like a full, no, uh, no warps playthrough of Mario one just to have like is on the NES RGB just to have for, for good B roll that can be used anytime. Right. Mm -hmm. And, uh, my dad was over here. We were working on building this room, but he was, he was working out part. He didn't, you know, really need my help with. So I said, well, I'm going to go record that for Corey. And he's like, he's like, do I have to be quiet? <laughs> I was like, no. <laughs> uh, we had a uh, we had a two dollar donation from Ben Brody saying, uh, "Try stop stop Mario shaming Corey for two weeks ago." I I I just I I I wanted to play something on NES, and I was like, oh, I I I I, I can get through that pretty quick. I just did Mario one, you know, after I did uh my mario 2 run uh which i guess is february now I'm, I'm due for another mario 2 run but probably not on this stream you well, know i I, I gotta say it'd be nice to get back to doing like occasional like lunchtime streams again yeah eventually you know i gotta say i'm like really surprised i i know i've i've looked at it before but like composite on the 20L5 is like really good. Like, yeah. Like, like way better than my other PVMs. <laughs> like noticeably so. Like it, like I was, I was looking at like the Donkey Kong Country title screen and like the way the graphics are in that game, like 
Like, I almost couldn't tell the difference in, like, certain spots. Like, on the 20L5, it was really good. But if I was looking over there on the, the M2, uh, I, I could tell it was, it was like, it, it, it's it's not bad. Genesis, Genesis and PlayStation are a little soft and composite on the 20L5. But, like, NES and Super Nintendo are surprisingly sharp. Another $2 from Ben Brody saying uh, Mario 3 RGB looks amazing. Almost 3D looking. Uh, so I set up the, the Wii U for the um, for the for the kids to play and they've been playing Mario 3D World and it's, it's a lot of fun for them. Like they're, they're having a great time playing it and it's just it's just very accessible, I think, for kids who really don't know how to play games that much. Wait, what is? Uh, Mario 3D World. Oh, 3D World. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And if they can't make it past something, I can, like, jump in mm -hmm. for a level. And it's not even a big deal to, like, jump back out then. Mm -hmm. We had a uh, had another uh, donation from Ben D um, for nine ninety nine. Thank you. He says... I lost $300 plus to badass consoles for buying Ultra HDMI and GC video. I always try to find out more info about what happened from forums, etc., but it's hard to get an answer. Um, oh, wow, so I you did like Ultra HDMI as well? Jeez. Yeah, you gotta start over. Um, I didn't realize that people lost money on other mods too i mean i knew about the gc video stuff that's i mean that's kind of ridiculous but if it's like other mods like ultra hdmi like that's that's kind of crazy uh we had a, a two dollar donation from lopo saying vesteria saga play it or else what is it uh, I've, i feel like i've heard of that but i don't don't know what it is or what it's for. That name sounds familiar. Or maybe I'm just thinking of Tales of Vesteria. Was Vesteria or Vesperia? The Xbox 360? Yeah, Vesperia. Vesperia. Yeah. Did you play that one? Uh, I did. Yeah. I didn't get Boom Boom before he flew. Falling apart. <laughs> you beat this level on your first try. I was shocked. I thought for sure this level was going to be a big problem. I was, I was, I was nervous. This was going to be the level that broke you. <laughs> uh, Uber Disco. I'll, I'll be in touch if I need footage of the uh, the top loader. I don't know if I'm going to need that anymore. I may have worked out something else. Um. Oh, this is the. Um. Oh, Vesteria Saga is a game from the creator of Fire Emblem that just got localized for Steam late December. Oh. It was made with a very low budget, and it was very reminiscent of his uh, his best work. 
he, I guess that that guy is it the same guy that left uh, intelligence systems like way back um, and made Tear Ring Saga on the PlayStation. I think it was PlayStation. Ooh. Yeah, the lovely game says he made Tear Ring Saga on the PS One. Kaga, Kaga, Kaga is his name. I was a little nervous going through that level. A little nervous. Uh, so BBA935 is saying a Super Mario with three mix, a no-go for you guys. I think it's not as a hack, but it's an entirely new game. But it's levels. I, but it's I, the levels you wish you got in Mario Maker. I, I, uh, I, I'm... I think you, you sent us a... You were the one that sent us the message about it on Twitter. I I'm think, definitely right? open to playing like a good Mario hack someday. It's just that I don't know much about them, so I just I don't really know how to vet them because, like, since I'm not like, oops, since I'm not a big like hacks guy, like, I, I mean, no offense, like, I just kind of find myself like distrustful of like. Like, people are like, oh, it's so good. And I'm just like, really? Is it? You know? And I bet there are yeah. some that I would be like, oh, actually, this is really good. Um, yeah. You know, so I am interested in playing, like, a legitimately good one. It's, you know, I I, I think it's funny because, like, we, we get quite a few comments on the... Uh, on the on the hacks video being like oh, man i'm falling apart i'm gonna normally i would have a leaf <laughs> um uh like people are like people are like this guy's saying like all these super interesting hacks are boring and like like uh and then this just slightly changes the colors and the you know does all this other stuff is like it's like we must have a different definition of useful <laughs> <laughs> well, that happens I mean it's okay oh whatever uh, 3 Mix is a whole new game but is, a, is, it, is it a good new game Like I'm not interested in just like whoa more 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 levels whoa like I want I want good levels. Mm hmm. And not like one that's just like a bunch of memes or something. <laughs> yeah, six dollar donation from my uh, Thomas fam. Thank you. Says need some help deciding PS2 plus upscalers or a PS3 first gen for the best experience for PS2 on HD TVs. Which do you prefer? I mean, visually, PS PS3 uh, PS2 games on a early PS3. I don't think I have seen a better representation of 
PS2 games on on an, HD. On HDTV. I mean, you can make the whole argument of, you know, well, you know, what about emulation? But like to me, like without reworking like the the whole interface of the game and the HUD and everything, like it's going to look not cohesive. I prefer like the game to be its original resolution. Um, and I, I just think, I do think that is visually the best I've ever seen, uh, 480i PS2 games look on HDTV. It is the best looking, but that said, I don't trust the rely, the long-term reliability of those systems. I, you know, I heard something not long ago that people were saying like, like, oh, people discovered the real reason that early PS3s die. And I, I'm, I don't remember what it was, and I was kind of skeptical. Or people were saying, like, oh, this is the real reason of Yellow Light of Death. Like, I, I, <laughs> yeah, I don't know yeah, if it's yeah. true or not. Or well, if it's, it's all because of a capacitor. That's what, isn't that, was that what people were saying? No, no. I mean, that's like what has been has been figured out, right? But what about like I, I thought that the problem was, and I don't I don't know if this is is maybe some of the problem, but I thought the problem was the uh, thermal paste like failing. Well, that's what they thought it was, and that's why like the reflowing or whatever like the was was always unreliable. Mm -hmm. But it, it just comes down to uh, a specific capacitor that Sony used is is prone to dying quickly or is like not not good. Huh. And replacing that brings them right back to life. Huh. I wonder though if if the thermal paste is still like a a concern though. Uh, thermal paste is definitely a problem on the original 60 gig PS3s, is what Aramark says. I've I've got the uh, metal, the one that came with Metal Gear Solid. Like it's not like a Metal Gear right, Solid right. unit, so but you, it's, that's an 80 gig. Right. Like I, I I I it always drives me nuts. I mean, no offense to anyone, but it always drives me nuts when people like refer to PS3s and Xbox 360s by like the size of hard drive it came with because it's like i don't remember <laughs> like especially the ps3 like i you know i my I, my hard drive has been up, updated for so long i like I, I i can't i couldn't begin to tell you what it started off as <laughs> like all i can tell you is it shipped with metal gear it, it, metal gear solid 4 was a pack-in game <laughs> um yeah. that's the one i got yeah, but what was interesting, and I, I I can't remember which way it was, um, and but the I show this in the PS2 episode, um, the it, it really surprised me that the scaling quality is slightly different between the the launch systems you know the ones with the full hardware backwards compatibility uh it's different 
compared to the ones with like the partial hardware backwards compatibility, like the one that they came with uh, Metal Gear Solid. Um, and that just surprised me because I figured like the scaling wouldn't have anything to do with the hardware. Um, but it is different. And at first I thought that, um, at first I thought that, uh, that one always oh man i'm doing bad oh no i died i was gonna say i gonna die yeah. dang <laughs> i mean i i feel like that can be a tricky fight like i'm not i'm i i i thought you did very well on it honestly like it's you know it's it's scary in, in a lot of ways, like, you know, he's like coming down on you. Like you want to move. You you want to move sooner than you should, you know? Here, let, let's see if I can do this little trick. I'm having trouble holding my duck with this D-pad. What <laughs> if it takes try six and a half hours to beat Mario go. 3? <laughs> you know what? Oh. oh, man. Screwing up. Al leaves. Um. Get together. <laughs> um. You know what's funny, though, is I'm, I'm pretty sure the mario 2 fds stream was shorter than uh the mario 3 stream <laughs> i want to say it was like told maybe so? i'm just saying <laughs> I, i'm just saying it's interesting <laughs> I want to say that was maybe like till like one or one thirty, maybe. Probably. I mean, I, I don't care. I mean, I've. I'm just saying, Mario Three's different. Mario Three's difficulty might defy expectations a little bit. Yeah. I've, even I've died a few times here. I mean, I, I'm definitely more predictable at Mario 1 than Mario 3, I would say. Even still, it's going to take you like 20 minutes. But it, it is. Well, I use game. warps. I mean, I use the warp. I mean, yeah, I'll, you know, I, I mean, I'm, I'm just I just put this on here on, for fun because I was running composite capture. So why not? You know? Yeah. Uh, we got a one dollar donation from Josh Way oh. with, a, with, a, with, with, with no with message, a, but, it's, but a, but a it's kitty avatar. Little, it's, it's, yeah, a little, little kitty face. <laughs> just peeking it peeking out that little, that little hole. Digging through the little hole.
There you go, you're gonna do it this time, aren't you? No. You've already done it. There he goes. <laughs> Did it. Mario 3 stream was le legitimately one of the most entertaining things I've ever seen. Yeah, a lot of people said that. Yeah. Well, I don't know what I can play that possibly uh, make make it is is as entertaining as that ever again. <laughs> but I mean, I think I think it's important to occasionally do some some crowd pleasers. Yeah. I mean, maybe like a Ninja Gaiden one. It'll be a fun stream to do sometime. Uh, Billy Whiteside, we're, we're definitely going to plan to do, um, you know, hopefully in the ne within the next few months. We'll, we're going. It'll, it'll probably be a mini format where we do like the the casual conversation, but edited edited casual conversation uh, on the on the on some of the the updated retro tank stuff. Um, and we'd like to do the the core you as well. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I, I think it's going, you know, when we do our, our casual videos, they're still, you know, kind of in depth, I think. Uh, is there anything anyone still wants to see while we're, while we're doing retro tank? I mean, it's not, not going to be hard to do, you know, composite and S video retro tank in the future. And even if I wanted to do something else with it in the future, uh, you know, it wasn't aside from unforeseen, uh, uh, capture card and computer weirdness. Uh, and my phone dying when I was trying to take a thumbnail picture, um, uh, setting up for this stream was easy. <laughs> <laughs> it was, it was not a, not a problem. I've got, I've got some of those HD retrovision component extenders, uh, I've got I've got a set just plugged into my G comp and just like laid to the side where I can access them so I can like if I need to run like component cables and sort of an unusual thing like you know for example I didn't have the uh, the the RGB to component transcoder running where I would have needed to, to capture this easily, at least in the situation where I was in, where I was trying to do two at once. Um, you know, and so that's, that's handy. I've, I've tried to have like a lot of like considerations like that, uh, in here. Yeah. Well, uh, in 64 S video, I can, I can do that pretty quickly. I'm going to run to the bathroom. I will be right back. Okay. I can do a little in 64 S video. Uh, Let's see. Let's see.
This this controller barely reaches. <laughs> Normally, I'm just using this N64 over here for capture purposes. Um, you know, my main N64 is more reachable. So. think it particularly looks dark to me all right i'm back i just stop and have some have some veg, veggie straws <laughs> i always i always forget what's what what button do you oh you hold up that's right when was the last time i was eating those veggie straws i was thinking about the last time when was the last time you had I don't know if they've ever even had them or, or um, even a thing from where Welcome you've been. Uh, Andy Caps Hot Fries. You ever had any Hot Fries? Andy Caps Hot Fries? Yeah. I, I can't really explain them. Like there's nothing. Like I think that they're just like chemicals. <laughs> just like it's not even a, like a real thing. Like I don't think there's like any like a real. Like there's not even like a like an iota of of uh, real food in them. I think they're just chemicals. <laughs> it, it's hard for me to see from here, but. Uh... There were some comments that maybe this looked dark. I mean, it's running through a, a Pelican mechanical switcher and, uh, and an Extron unit. It looks, it looks fine in isolation to me on my, on the PVM at least. Yeah, it just looks a little dark. I don't know if stream. maybe I did something wrong somewhere. <clears throat> it is look, look, look brighter as you're connecting, and then it seems to get dark and remain dark. Oh, really? Well, yeah. The the hang on. Let's see if I can Something between the PVM. All right, here we go. It's problem solving mode. change anything I didn't seem to it uh 
like the, the it's one of those B, those dual BNC to S video adapters. I don't entirely trust it. There's not a lot. There, I mean, like, I mean, if you're just looking for, I mean, it's just a cheap one from Amazon. I'm sure you can get some really nice ones, but like it, it's kind of not the greatest fit for some reason. Hmm. I wonder if I should have like a different. Um, is there any reason that should I do that? Does that look better? Or I, I can't tell. Like, is there any reason I would set limited range for a particular system or signal? Like I just changed it to limited range from full range. I don't know if that would be correct or Welcome not. Welcome to Sunset Bay. I don't know. Uh, on the, on the RetroTink Pro, the, the two combing filters are now a toggle switch. <clears throat> that's something I'm, that's, I, I meant to look at that when I had the NES connected. You know, I might. Full range RGB. Huh? So we should be using full range RGB. Yeah, that's what I thought. Um, you know, it, it's possible it could be a capture card issue because I was having some problems earlier because I know Mike had told me that it's full range. Um, and I said full range, and I was like, eh, but I'm getting some washed out black levels. And eventually I, I found that it was like, it was because there was a mismatch and like the capture card set between like the capture card setting and the OBS setting were conflicting somehow. And that wasn't something I had run into before. Well, like I had had on automatic and then I did a manual setting in OBS and the colors looked fine. I need to do it with like actual test patterns. Let's see. Let's see, color range. Let's see, full there and full there. No, that just, that made it look really washed out. Hmm. I think something fixed itself before when I restarted OBS. It could also, you know, it could also be, well, no. Maybe it's a gamma setting. See, I've really screwed it up now, I think. Um, 
using an SBS. I, I, I am using a switch. It's 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 just a pass through though. It's uh, unpowered. Now it's green. <laughs> oh, that was a bit ago. I was just messing with things that uh, would not it. have had an impact on anything. Something. I think. I think there's something slightly wrong though with how my capture card is interpreting something, and I think I would. I think I would have to restart OBS for it to reset that. It'd look fine on the TV. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it doesn't look that bad to me on the stream, but I might. There might be something funky with my video chain or something i i think it's an obs issue though i think the o i think obs is having a conflict between um what what i'm setting the rgb range on the hardware menu and the then the obs menu which hasn't hasn't been a problem until recently i think maybe a firmware update changed something along the way in obs Hmm. Um. I want to try something. Okay. <laughs> Not related to N64. to Mega Man. Oh, it's in black and white. Oh. Now, keep in mind, these are different capture cards. Okay. Um, so I don't know if... Try and wait for this wireless controller to connect. And also, one is <laughs> making a really long run around the room, and one is very sh relative, comparatively short. So you can see that the... I, I've got something screwed up with the color space on that particular capture card uh yeah that one's a lot darker yeah yeah something something got screwed up with the capture card that's what so that's why the n64 didn't look right yeah 
Something about the color space is weird. Come on, why did this controller not connect? What capture card is on the right? Uh the right is the the old uh, Avermedia Extreme Cap U3. The old one, yeah. Yeah. Um, I I have to be a little more manual about my RGB the, the range well. settings on the on the Magewell, yeah. There it goes. Okay, so. I, obviously, because of the capture card, they look a little different. But I wanted to wanted to put on screen so I could see the difference in the two um, combing filters. So for the oh, one right. on the left, I'm going to turn on the the regular combing filter. The other one already has the retro. They both have retro on. Or rather, the, the the toggle switch actually says auto, so I'm not sure uh, if it maybe if it detects that it's retro content, it'll automatically be retro. I don't know if we can look at this and actually see what the other comb filter. Did. Can you tell if there's a difference? Let's see. Then I can't tell. Watching on 480p, I guess too. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I I, I, I can't tell if if maybe if Mike is here, he could he could. Oh, auto auto puts it to 2D comb filter. Retro is a forced notch. So what? Well, does certain types of content trigger the the other type of filter then on automatic? I was just curious if there's a difference. Obviously, we want we want to see the uh, um, we we want to see the retro comb filter for for actual use. I was just curious. I guess I could use. I guess I could use the uh, the very first retro tink that didn't have the retro filter on it. Um. Before the before they later uh, put it in there, auto sometimes applies an incorrect filter for consoles like NES. I see. But I mean, hey, I think you know if you got an unmodified NES, like I think that's looking good. That's as good as composite looks. I tried to watch in something. Above 40p, it's just it's just spinning, huh? Causes ringing and other artifacts. Pretty obvious in Mario Three. Yeah, Mario Three has like you know the the bold black borders around the characters, and then the bright sky behind them. I see. Yes, you can turn auto off, so you can just set it to retro, so that it's the ideal comb filter does it does it is, is the filter only for composite i i have to confess i don't know a lot about comb filters i just know that it i know it makes composite look better 
in some situations, but I don't know if it has anything to do with like S video or, or anything else. And the other toggle switch is just for the pass-through mode. So now the mode button doesn't cycle to pass-through. That's just a switch now. It now cycles between uh, sharp, smooth, and scanline. All right, well. Does is that, that going to uh, wrap us up? Does that about wrap us, uh, wrap us up there? I think so. Let me... So I don't hear that music looping forever. Um, <laughs> you know, I I, I kind of want to get a, a blinking light win for that NES. I've got one in in, in my high def NES. Mm-hmm. Um, like that. That's my unmodified. That's that's my cousin's NES. That's the one that I want. I want to keep it stock, but like the the cartridge slot like it's it's feeling too smooth these days like some i've i've had some some difficulty get, getting cartridges to read sometimes but like it just feels like the cartridge just slides in and out just too easily like it doesn't it doesn't feel like it's like it doesn't feel like it's like gripping you know, like I, I feel like the connection is, is, is maybe not that strong. Sometimes it feels like, um, uh, oh that, yeah, that was, it was, it was a front loader an old, just an old, old unmodified front loader. I mean, the composite was clean because, you know, because the retro tank does handle composite very well. Like I say, it's, it's. It is, it is my go-to method for recording composite now. I mean, I do think composite mm-hmm. looks better on it than like the Frame Meister, in my opinion. Because I feel like when you're really going like the... the see, that's why I don't really like chaining the... A lot of people like chaining the RetroTink to the OSSC. But like, I just feel like that is not... I mean, even S-Video to some extent, I feel like... That doesn't flatter it. Like I feel like the slightly softer look of the 480p from the RetroTink. Um, I just feel like that looks. It just composite S video just look more natural that way to me. Whereas I do think when you've got RGB, like you know, sure go 3x, 4x, 5x. Like RGB, you've got the 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 clarity and, and component you've got the clarity and the signal to go nuts with the scaling but with with the composite nest video i think i think they look a little little better with just that slightly slightly soft look um so yeah yeah and like uh like mike says there with the core you i'm i'm really curious to uh to try doing that with, in fact, that's probably what I'm going to do with, uh, the last remaining slot on my G comp. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. I mean, 
I yeah, can't believe I how full ordering one. So I'm going to wait to hear what you have to say about okay. it and see if it's going to be worth getting it. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's just, it's, 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 it's another way to capture composite and S video and it'll be a good yeah. topic for, for a video, you know? Right. Exactly. Exactly. Um, but yeah. Yeah. Sorry, that's that, like, that's right. Like the... I got like hit with the, with the, with, with the tires. <laughs> uh, yeah. The, 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 the retro tank pro still does not accept 480p input. Um, I assume that's because it uses like the same basic chip. I think it's just an upgraded design upgrade, but similar design to the original. So it's, it's a limitation of the chip that you used. And I'm sure, you know, the cost would go up if, if it did except for AP It's definitely, you know, it'd be nice for sure. Uh, I can see for sure how that could cause a lot of, uh, complexities in, in, in your setup, but, uh, all our setups are complex these days, I guess, huh? <laughs> a little bit. I mean, I've been thinking about how, like, how I've been simplifying it a little bit since moving, but it's still pretty complex. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, mine's, mine's complex, but it's for the most part, it's working. There's a few little kinks I need to work out, but for the, yeah. for the most part, it's, it's working. And even saying up for, you know, a, a stream like tonight, um, uh, it wasn't that difficult. So, yeah. Well, all right. Thanks everybody for hanging out. Everybody who donated and, uh, we'll see you next week. Uh, with perhaps some fancy star online and uh, maybe even a, we'll be talking about the, the modern doc first episode in the past tense. <laughs> we'll do, uh, we'll do everything we can. Yeah. I'm going, I'm going all in my, my, my mom is stopping by tomorrow morning and she's going to give Sandy a little vacation. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, so Sandy will be, out of my hair for, uh, for, the, for the week. Uh, you know, she, uh, Sandy's been pretty bored with me lately. She's like, why are you not, yeah. why are you not being fun? Yeah. Like, let's, let's, let's play. Let's have fun. And I was like, Oh, but you do work. So it'll, it'll be good for Sandy. It'll be good for me. It'll be good for, for the documentary. And we're, we're just going to make it happen. Yep. We got to make it happen. So, um, I want everyone to be very cross with me. If you have not seen episode one by stream time next week. Oh man. Okay. Be, be cross. Okay. <laughs> All, right. All right. Good night, everyone. Good night.